Podcast episode number 279, baby. Fueled by First Form. Yoink. What's up? What up, everybody? Beautiful day out today. A lot of shit to talk about. Got a good guest, Trevor Daly. We're doing our thing. Tornadoes are coming, just so you guys know. No, they're not. It's 80 degrees today. It's going to be 80 degrees tomorrow, and it's going to drop 50 degrees in like five or six hours, so the storms are going to come at nighttime, which is even scarier. It's dropping. Yeah, it's going to be forty degrees. The temperature is. Yep. Mm-hmm. So even uh, like, paying attention, you know this. Yeah, yeah. Off There's the top storms. of your head. Now, is there going to be some are going to be tornadic? You never know. They're going to start down by the Lake of the Ozarks and kind of make their way up here. Very Hoosier. Scary Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah. Oh, those Hoosiers that have those million dollar boats everywhere, Andy. Uh. Million dollar boats. Million dollar million dollar boats everywhere mm-hmm. you look. I'm not, million saying, dollar I, I'm not saying there's not some people what with do they million do? dollar boats, but it's very Hoosier. There's Hoosiers everywhere, dude. There's Hoosiers in your fucking neighborhood. <laughs> and you're living fucking Ladue. Um but yeah, you know, there's gonna be storms, dude. There'll be storms. I'm kinda excited about storm season. I really am. You really? Know. Like that excites you? Yeah. I I, I like weather. I like uh, mm-hmm. watching storms come up and, and what, when is storm season? Next couple weeks. Start March, April, uh-huh. and it lasts till May. Sometimes late May, sometimes late June. Uh-huh. So it depends. And <laughs> when you have, like, what do you do during storm season? Well, I watch the weather, and then all of a sudden you'll see it come up, and and go in your backyard, see the anvil clouds forming. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's going to turn into a tornadic. Maybe that one is. It's it's moving behind it. It's interesting to me mm-hmm. when you yeah. live in Missouri. And Andy must not pay attention because he's on the phone all day. But like storms do rock you here, man. You got you got you got badass storms coming in and out. You're still in the Midwest, so I was always like this. Even as a kid, man, I was obsessed mm-hmm. with storms. Do you have um, like communities, like friends that you chat with? Oh and hell stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the, yeah, in the storm community. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like hey, storm hey, guys. Like, are you seeing what we what's going on right now in Omaha? Yeah, it's like oh shit, that Omaha. You're not really worried about it because that's north of you but you see what's spurring up you know down south like in in oklahoma because you know maybe that track is going to hit missouri but if they're already up in iowa it's not going to rock you omaha nebraska yeah yeah or or, i'm sorry nebraska iowa any of that if if they're up if they're up up there up north of missouri like Mm. they're gonna they're not gonna you're saying the weather only travels north no, the travel well, the, the so, weather usually travels from west to east, but mm-hmm. sometimes it comes up through the south and hits you from the south too. But you're saying if they're north of you, you don't have to worry about for it. the most part because it's not going to come south. Yeah, for the most part. Uh-huh. I mean, that, we're, that's directly north of us. So, yeah. like for the most part. So, what do no. you guys talk about? You guys just like uh, I don't know. Like, what's up? Are they? Mm-hmm. Is it rot- Is it rotating? If the storm rotating, then you're in a jam. Mm-hmm. But if it's not, just headwinds and yeah. Listen, here's the bitch of it. Like, um, it's not about a tornado hitting your house. It's about headwind and the wind it could be an ef0 could just be 70 mile an hour headwind Mm -hmm. there's such big trees on some of these populated subdivisions to where the trees fall over and fuck your house up and that's what's scary more than anything like in kirkwood or like where you live yeah we had had big ass one we had an ef1 that's what you need to worry um, about 
the forest that's directly to the left of my house, uh, there are significant trees, very old trees. Big, thick trees, dude. I'm and sure uh, I got a tree in my backyard as well, which is just continuing to grow, Cam. It's always... I planted it myself. It's always fun to have like a little tree and then watch it grow, yeah. you know, through the years and just watch it get bigger and bigger. Um, well, I'd like to talk to some of these weather people too, man, and see what they're all about. It's interesting, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I used to have a weather radio. I tell you that all the time. Weather is very fascinating. It's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, what we're experiencing here right now in the Middle West, Cam, is no different than what it's always been, man. It's always been ever-changing, man. You know, yeah. this is not new. Just in case. You oh, really? <laughs> Thank you for in that. In case you thought that it no, was. No, listen, uh, people are like, oh, the storms are getting worse. Well, I don't know. Like, the storms are just more populated areas where they reach. So mm-hmm. where the population's getting uh, worse, and then the storms are pro- kind of the same. Like, you go back in history, there's nasty storms left and right that killed a ton of people when there wasn't even that much population. Storms kill people. Like, it's, not just the tornadoes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, flooding and whatnot. Flooding's a huge issue Hail. in Missouri. Hail will rock you, man. You know, that's the one thing you never want to go under an underpass when there's a tornado because it just amplifies the wind. It sucks everything under there. What do you uh, mean? So it's when, when there's a tornado, if you're on the highway, mm-hmm. you do not want to go under the underpass with your car. Who says that? You don't want to go under an underpass with I your car. I see the motorcycle people. I see a that's lot. That's during rain. I'm talking about tornado. Don't go under the underpass. No, the overpass. Yes, don't go under the overpass under, under a the bridge. overpass. Yeah, you don't do it for with shelter. Your don't. You don't do that. You got to find somewhere else to go. Interesting. If you can. Yeah. So where else do you yeah. go? That's like the number one thing. Yeah, man. you know, I got you stuck really take you really well, pay attention. I got to stuck in a tornado. Remember in Indiana? I was telling you about yeah. that driving through. Yeah, somebody, I mean, you, somebody it missed you. No, but... it did not miss me. Okay, somebody died like within a half mile from where we were. Yeah, but it didn't hit you directly. You were okay. Directly. Just missed you. No, directly. Spun your car around? Didn't sp- Basically, we weren't spinning so around. So did it or not? Because now I think you're lying to the people. Because no. sometimes Andy has to like exaggerate this is 100% stories. 100% true. And the sirens are going off. Remember, yeah. um, Ty got nervous because yeah. the weather scares him. He threw up in the car all over yeah, Ivy's favorite stuffed animal. It was I just, that. I mean, total hell broke loose. Yeah. While the tornado's coming down, Laurie's outside like taking pictures of the house that she lived in in college. In Bloomington. That must have been a Indiana. fun trip. <laughs> and she's telling me to go look for a parking garage. I'm like, there's no parking garages in the city. Yeah, those are bad. Too. And then she wanted me to hang out like under like a uh, a bank, <laughs> you know, like a drive through, you know, where yeah. it's like covered. But you're saying don't go to one of those no, places. It amplifies. So the somebody world. died, and uh, it's really amazing that we survived it. To be honest with you, you get PTSD afterwards. My kid might have. Yeah. He doesn't like those storms, dude. No, I don't. Yeah, when you're a kid, they're tough, man. I did watch a ton of hockey over the weekend. Did There's you? some fucking cool games on there. A lot of cool games. A lot of cool games. That Rempy kid, that Matthew Rempy, is getting a lot of attention right mm-hmm. now. And he came on the scene hot, dude, right from the, the Winter Classic or the Stadium Series mm-hmm. to um, the last couple games. But I'd like to just say real quick, like, I wish I could teach him, like, a little bit on what to do in fights. Mm-hmm. He's not using his reach to his advantage at all. He's letting these guys catch him, and he doesn't need to do that. Didn't he use his reach to his advantage against Matt Martin? Maybe Matt I mean, Martin. Matt Martin's yeah. not throwing bombs like Delorier yeah. and like Because Martin Olivier said did. that, right? That yeah. He couldn't, you know, his reach kind of caught him off yeah, guard. Yeah, but he's still bit. not using it to his advantage, yeah. like what Brian McGratton would do to you. We string you out so bad and then yeah. pull you in and throw. I just love the, I just love the 
teach him just for a little bit, just to mm. use. Because even against Olivier there a day, where Olivier caught him, man, like he should have went to the quiet room after that. And he and Rempe's the one that went up to Olivier and said, "Let's go." And they went and they dropped their gloves. But man, I'm telling you, like he just needs to use his reach a little more. He's kind of like he grabs him in a weird spot, mm. but he doesn't lock him out like he should. Well, that was the case against Matthew Olivier. God, he fucked him he up. He didn't lock him out. He didn't lock and him out. He took. I hadn't seen someone take punches like that to the chin. I know. Into the head in a long time. He was getting caught pretty. Yeah, that was one of the only few fights in a while that really saw damage done. Chin. I'm like, dude, and he's staying on his feet, but you knew that he was, he wasn't fully there. Like he, he was. No, he got caught. He was buckled. He got caught, and he didn't fall down. But he he stayed up. Well, at the very end. Yeah, yeah, he got caught at the end. He fell down. He was goofy. But even before, yeah, he was goofy. He was goofy before that. He was goofy because a lot of the hits he was taking before that, those punches meant to the chin, dude. The last one got They were him. landing hard. You gotta, if you watch McGratton, man, what, like, he would string you out so bad and then pull you in mm-hmm. and hit you. Or uh, Maddie's just, he's not using his full reach to his yeah. advantage. Well, he'll learn that. I don't know how much, you Yeah, know, but you can't get caught like that again. You only no. have so many of those, Andy. Yeah. Especially this is your fucking third, fourth fight, and you already got caught with one. You better watch that. Getting caught twice. You better watch that. Mm-hmm. This time you really got caught, yeah. and that's affecting him, man. So he's lucky he didn't break his jaw. So I look that. at a couple different things here. First off, this is all you need to do to come in and make a name for yourself <laughs> no right shit. off the bat. Oh, well, you're six seven. You're loud looking, dude. Dude, I'm you're just Rangers. saying. Oh yeah, but pretty cool. This is what you need to do if you want to make a name for yourself. You come in and start fighting. Fuck you know, yeah. it leads to a bigger conversation about like fighting in the game. So many people want it out of the game. They want it banned. They think it's too much. It's bad. It's violent. Yet this is what's getting. <laughs> yeah. ev- this is what's you know creating all the headlines right now in hockey. It has everybody talking about it. I mean, shit. There was a fight down in college with uh, Arizona State and Alaska. I think Fairbanks or whatever. Oh, yeah. Two guys came out of the box, buckets off. They fought in college. And, you know, that video is being tossed around everywhere. Everyone's seen that in college hockey. But this Rempe, man, is uh, it's interesting. You know, I, I wonder if this is going to uh, establish a rebirth for enforcers in the NHL. Are there more of these guys floating around in, in the from? American League? Alberta boy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, he's from Alberta. There's still some shit kickers out there, dude. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely Will is. this be a rebirth of enforcers in hockey? I don't know about that. I think he's just a freak. I think he's one of, uh, you know, I just, I don't think there's many of these guys out there. Obviously, they're not taught this at a young age. You're not forced to fight in juniors anymore as much. So it's just slowly dwindling down. Yeah, he down. didn't put up crazy penalty minutes in junior or even in the American League. You know, yeah. obviously he had some penalty minutes in the American League. But, you know, if you if you listen to, like, the reports of people talking about him yeah, and, you know, you make some phone calls and whatever, like, he can skate. Yeah, he knows how to park himself in front of the net. He scored some goals in the even in the American League. I think he had fourteen goals combined the last couple of years. You know, for a big tough guy like that's six goals potential. a year, eight goals a year. Like that's okay. Like, and he can skate. He can get around the ice a little bit. I just wonder, man. Like when you see a kid like that, who's running on so much adrenaline right now, he's got so much juice, and you learn his story, man. His dad died shoveling the snow, yeah, having see, a heart attack like yeah. six years ago. Yeah. I think the six-year anniversary was the day after the stadium series yep. game. So, so it makes you pull for a kid like that at the same time. Six-round draft pick, um, you know, to find his way to the NHL and make a name for himself. Man, I give him all the credit in the world, man. I love watching this kid play, but I want to see him hit more. You know what I'm saying? Well, Andy, you know, like, they owned the Devils the other day oh, dude, so his, bad. Shouldn't have been kicked out of the game. 
dude, they just, like I said a few weeks ago on the show. He's just big, dude. He they they, they just shoulder. kick everyone out. Yeah, well. You make a big hit. It's like the referees don't know how to, they're just like, we got to kick you out. We got to give know. you a match penalty. He caught In my kid. opinion, if you're getting a match penalty, you're getting tossed out of the game. It should be for a hit or a play that is suspendable. And Department of Player Safety looked at it and like, hey, man, we're not suspending this kid for that. So, I mean, it's like, well, why are you kicking him out of the game? Well, he he came down the wall, made a big hit. He's 6'7", didn't raise his arm. He got him kind of with the shoulder. Well, he hit him in his head with hit the shoulder. Hit him in the head. And then that the kid shoulder. fought Truba later in the game, man, so, Bastion. Bastion gets rocked, dude, and he's bleeding, and you could tell he's in complete la-la land. Oh, so, and that's when Truba caught him later in that oh, game, yeah, too? Oh, yeah, then he fought Truba. He got up and fought Truba. Dude, so Truba, I like that kid, too. Truba rocked. I mean, that was a monster hit. The Rangers just beat up the Devils, beat them up on the scoreboard. I mean, they are the difference between, between those two teams right now. And I'm getting a ton of Devils fans reaching out to me like, this fucking team, man. Like, they mm-hmm. don't know what the hell they are. There was high expectations for the Devils this year. They are they're not as good as they thought they were, man. They thought they were coming in this year, and they had a bunch of young kids, a bunch of skill, and it's just not going the way they need to go. I know there are some injuries and stuff like that with Hughes and whatnot, but, boy, that even that was just like that game in itself. That was probably so hyped up. Anytime the Devils play the Rangers, and then you got this monster kid on the Rangers. He's running guys over. True was fucking knocking guys out. You got guys scoring left and right with the Rangers. They got a little bit of everything. I like that Rangers team, man. But the Devils need to get their shit together. Hey, you know who doesn't want more fighters and more tough guys in the league are the skilled players. Because by having these guys in the game, man, it just makes the game rougher. It makes yeah. it tougher. You yeah. got to have your head up. You think these Hughes brothers and these guys, man, I love the Hughes brothers, but you think they want to be playing in these type of games all the time? No, they don't. You no. know what I'm saying? They, yeah. don't want, they don't want it. So if you're a skilled player in the game, I, I don't think they want to be skating around knowing that, hey, like somebody could be coming and like taking their head off at any moment. I don't think they're going to admit that, though. I think. Oh, they I, wouldn't admit that. They're not going to admit not. that. They're going to be like, well, what do you care about these plugs? Right. Will you try to catch me? Or, yeah. But you know I, what I'm saying? Yeah. Where all of a sudden the game gets tougher, you start adding more tough guys. I mean, if there's more of these guys that start coming along now because, you know, teams feel like they've got to insert these guys in the lineup because of who's on the other side. Yeah, Here's you're how pl- I look at you're it. playing against Rempe and some of these guys. If you feel like you got to have one of these guys in the lineup to protect your team, all of a sudden these games get out of control, man. A lot of hitting, it's physical, and some of these younger skilled guys, man, who aren't used to that, they've never really been hit. They they don't want to be running around in that type well, of environment. It's not about the you know? fights, man. It's about the hits, dude. That's right. No one cares if you're going to try to challenge somebody. No, he's not going to fight Luke. No Hughes one's going to fight. Or, you can say go uh, fuck Jack yourself. Hughes. Anybody that asks you to fight, you can say go fuck yourself. But mm-hmm. the one thing you can't avoid is a hit. You come around the net with your head down. Eventually, if the guy's smart enough and he's skilled enough with the, the skating ability and his timing, he's going to catch you with your head down. And that's the scariest thing going in hockey. But not getting beat up. Let by me ask somebody. you this though. You think Peter Laviolette and the Rangers need to tell this kid to calm down, though? Like, he can't sustain this, right? He can't fight every single night. Can he sustain that? Well, he doesn't. he's not going to fight every night. He just got through a, a couple games where there's a couple guys on he's those teams. He's got Reaver on Saturday. Go Reaver. I think Saturday in a couple of days. Then who do you got? Mm-hmm. You got Montreal. Now, they got, well, like, who, who well, else is well, going? Okay, well, then, you know, Jack I kind of did this thing when he came in. You know, Wi-Fi, when he came into the league, too, yep. got a lot of attention. It'll slow down. Knocking cats out and whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. We all did, man, when we came into the league. Yeah. We all had to yeah, do it. Yeah, but it was a little more common back then. No, now I know, but like, it's still Now the same it just thing. sticks out like a green thumb, dude. You're just like, what? Yeah. Who is this guy? He came out of nowhere. We don't have players like this in the NHL. Yeah. We didn't know they still made these guys in the lab. I like it. But apparently they, oh, I love it, too. I like it. Who doesn't like it? That's all everyone's talking about. Well, if you don't like it, then I don't... 
we just look at the game a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Like he's not cross-checking guys in the fucking head. Like he's catching guys with their head down because he's six seven, and sometimes your shoulder goes into their head, just like that hit on Bastion. But he caught him in his head, mm-hmm. bloodied him up a little bit. But um, but I like it, man. If you're Reaver, do you feel like this is something like you need to like? Yeah. Deal if I'm with? Reaver, I'm like, we're going, dude. Yeah, in warm ups, okay. I'm going to talk to him. Absolutely. I don't. I Make feel sure like they that's set- not his. He doesn't want style, hey, man. Reaver doesn't like to get hit. Reaver likes to bully you around mm-hmm. and drag you and throw a couple punches yeah. and throw you down. But this kid, man, if he learns to lock him out, mm-hmm. like Reaver's gonna have a hard time. Do you see Reaver do him. that? Like Delorier, you know, Delorier's go, smart. Goes up to the kid during warmups. I think Olivier did the same thing during warmups. He did and said, "Hey, we're going." You know, is well, Rimpe came up to him during the game in that particular play okay. and challenged him, which is pretty cool. Dude, he's he's great. Oh, he's great. You know, let's what I mean? get him on. Yeah, I know. The Rangers won't let him. I bet Rangers they won't. don't let anybody go. I on. bet they won't. We're they, just going to pump his Rangers tires wouldn't up. even let me have... Uh, I'll give him some like advice on how to lock guys out yeah. a little better so you don't get caught. Hey, full disclosure, Sammy Blay got traded to the Rangers. and um, I remember this. And he was like training here in town. Yeah. Known Sammy forever. Yeah. So I was like, Sammy, come on our podcast. He's like, all right. And then all of a sudden he calls you back. Or I got a call from the Rangers. Hey, uh, yeah. we don't let our guys do podcasts. Whatever. You know. I called the chairman that one time, remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We James, wanted to try to get the owner on. I too. bet you uh, James Dolan, man, he probably loves this kid. That was always the talk about the Rangers, man. They weren't tough enough. Now they this are this kid, year. Now he's selling tickets. With Truba back there, too? And, damn right. But I, I was just like, that's just kind of the way I operate, you know? Yeah. I just gave him, a, I gave him a call, dude. All okay. of a sudden, I got a call from security. They're like, are you trying to reach the chairman? That's right. I'm that's like, right. what? He goes, are you, are you calling for the chairman? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, no. Uh, you can't do that, I guess. So the guy was cool. We talked, and you know, I remember Dolan that. didn't want to come on, but I want to. I want to know why he's like choking out like Charles Oakley or uh, what's his name, Oakley, the former uh, yeah, Oakley New got, York Knicks. O- man. Oakley got jammed up, <laughs> and then, then and Pat- they wouldn't let Patrick Ewing in they the wouldn't uh, let Patrick arena. Ewing, that's, in MSG. That, sorry, that drives me nuts, man. Like Patrick Ewing's like, wait, what? I it's can't like, walk it's like in. My jersey's hanging off. My up face from the is rafters. everywhere, and the security doesn't know who I am walking in. I'm six foot nine. Like, what, what do I look like to you? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's all cool, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's some great games on. There's great games going on, mm-hmm. and it's starting to heat up, man. The playoff, you're smelling the playoffs. There's a lot of hey. teams borderline. They're getting. But listen, they're starting to hit, man. This is where teams that have like been winning all year long, and then they go through like a rough patch. This is where we find out if you guys can handle it or not. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about you, Vancouver. Like Vancouver lost four games in a row, almost five. They had to come from behind to win the other night. It was great come from behind victory. But you know what? Listen, I love Rick Tockett and you know what he brings to the table. But you know he gets he calls his team out. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's a grind, dude. Like it's not going to be easy over the course of 82 games. It's a long know. season. So you put yourself in a great spot. I don't think you can overreact too when you start losing some games. You know. The the Oilers obviously had a, a terrible start, and they make the coaching change, and they go on that crazy run. They send Jack Campbell down to the minors. They get some good goaltending, and now the goaltending, it's it's been a little bit iffy, right? And but just everyone just relax, you know what I'm saying? Just calm down. But it's going to be interesting, man. Now in the Western Conference, you got LA winning a bunch of games. They are. Nashville's winning games. LA's pushing Edmonton. Who knows? Edmonton may drop out and be back in a wild card. Could you imagine if a team like Vancouver? Or um, Dallas. I mean, you had to play the uh, Edmonton Oilers in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, with their goaltending, I don't know. 
I don't know if that scares you that much. I you mean, Connor McDavid. You don't, you don't want to play McDavid and these guys in the first round, dude. I don't want to play a hot goalie in the first round. I get it. That's but. what I don't want to deal with. And McDavid, man, you get hook and clutch a little bit more. He's not scoring goals, but he's certainly getting a lot of assists. So I don't know, man. They might be fragile. I don't know if I'm too worried about it. You know what? Maybe I don't want to play fucking Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go up to Winnipeg and play them. I don't want to do The fans don't even go. Dude, it's just because the I'm own, playing, no, the no. owners. The owner's like, uh, we're going to have to like move the team, which I don't like the scare tactics. You know, to try to force it's just you know, fans a, into selling tickets. This is your second go around Winnipeg. This is embarrassing for you as a hockey city. Everyone was like, oh, hockey belongs in Winnipeg, man. And it does, man. There's, you're not going to find too many you know, Canadian markets where hockey and the NHL doesn't belong there. But you guys need to support this team, man. Like, there's no excuse for not supporting this team. Well, maybe like, it's what's too going expen- on? Well, maybe man? it's too expensive to go. Well, then they're not going to. Well, maybe it's too expensive not to go. Last. Is the NHL going to bail out Winnipeg? Fuck, I don't. The way know. they did Arizona for all those years. Well, if it works out the way it did with Arizona, then I'd say fuck that. You know what I mean? But I think you have a better chance of getting the Winnipeg fans to go to a game than going down well, to Arizona. Not going, dude, and they got one of the best teams in the league. Well, that's again, like the fan thing. Fine, put that aside. I get what you're saying with it, but like, if I'm a team, like, I don't want to go face Hollabuck. I don't want to go up to Winnipeg and stay there for fucking four days or whatever the case is. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't. It's not pleasant. It's yeah. not an easy thing yeah. to do. No, I got you. And still, that rink isn't that nice. Like, there's just a lot of different variables, and they're a team that no one talks about, and they're fucking good. They've been consistent all year long. I don't know. I wouldn't want to play Winnipeg more than anything. Hollabuck's mm-hmm. staying on his head, dude. Oh, dude, he does own every he does every year and own you. He does every year. That's who I don't want to deal with. I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with a hot goalie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, McDavid? You could, we see the Blues shut down McDavid throughout the years. You know, like yeah. you, you could see it happen. They didn't really shut him down. No, they did when he came into town. They did. He's, he had three assists. Well, the, the past year, <laughs> he, sh- Colt Brego. I remember talking about this. No, week. here's the deal. He St. Louis was the only team and is the only team. That McDavid doesn't average mean, a point per game. Yeah, against. you mean the game where they beat him by four? But I think he's got like twenty points in twenty-one career games or something like that. So well, they shut everybody else down then. <laughs> so McDavid's he's, he's basically right there. But, but, you're, but not, you're not shutting. But him then down. the goalie situation there, they like, score six yeah, on him. Okay. Like it is what it is. Like yep. that's. I just rather play. There's a only team. so many good goalies in the league, dude. Yeah, there's not that many. You don't want to play a hot goalie in the first round. That's it. There's not that many great you goalies know? in the NHL. Every goalie's good. You gotta get you, to get to that level. All these guys are yeah. capable of having a great game or a great week, Usually which, all which makes now. you scary mm-hmm. in a playoff series because yeah. you certainly can get hot for a week. We yeah. see that happen all the time, and then the guys just you know, like uh, you know that, that lion last year with uh, with Florida and some of these guys we've seen in the past, right? They just get red hot and then they just kind of go away. You don't really ever hear from them again, man. For or the most part, or you're bad like Bobrovsky and everybody's chirping your contract, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, oh. Dude, these guys just, this song, they just, just get in the zone. They man. just got in the zone, man. Florida's not easy to deal with, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't he's know. a $10 million goalie. Well, million. I know when he was getting bashed and he wasn't playing well yeah. for a while there. And then all of a sudden he's like, no, I am he's good. Like, just I got, so you know. I, he's I'm a $10 million He's guy. not listening. You know? Exactly. Like, he's probably like, he's no, got see. his business trophies in his ears. Yeah, but you haven't got the Stanley Cup. So that, that only goes, I, I get I get you mm-hmm. on that. But he was getting bashed for a while there, man. Florida, the whole organization. But I will say, Rempy, keep doing what you're doing. Yep. But you got to be careful, dude. I think I don't want to see him get knocked out or get hurt. We did, and uh, and not be able to have a give himself to have a chance to have an NHL career. It's better to get you knocked out a little bit later, man. You start getting caught whenever you're young like this. It's going to slow you like, down. Don't big get time. like because because you tell me, man. Like Olivier, he had the benefit that Matt Martin and Deloria didn't have, right? He had one fight. Deloria probably got to watch that one fight, whatever. Yeah. Knew what he was getting into. 
Olivier's got to see him now fight a couple of times. He went in with a strategy, dude. And he was just, I don't know he could chuck him like that. I I knew he could fight, but that that is, I I looked at it two different ways, man. I'm like, this guy throws as hard as anybody in the league, Olivier. And the fact that Rempe was staying on his skates was. Till the end. Till the end, dude. He got caught at the end. But he fucked up Delorier. Like, Delorier's face was messed up in the penalty box, dude. It totally was. Like, he was catching him. And if Rempe kind of just changes a couple things and really utilizes his reach, he's going to be really hard to deal with. And then guys are going to start grabbing that right arm of his Mm -hmm. and saying, you know what? No, 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 no. You're going to have to throw your left on mine. What's his nickname? Rempe? Slender Man or something? Slender Man. (laughs) That's what he looks like. Yes, Slender Man, which is a really weird story mm-hmm. that's that's actually oh that's a real story yes what's it about, about a girl this a girl in the oh woods my yes God. that's that this young girl was lost in the woods and she said there's a story that she's this, this slender man stalked her and then somebody else saw slender man really and it blew up everywhere that was a video game about it and stuff like that i don't know i haven't seen slender man there's other fucking things out in the woods that you're i'm worried about more than anything it ain't fucking slender man or Rempe, well, or Wamba, the Swamby guy. What's that guy? No, the big... Uh, Sasquatch. No, no, the kid from the basketball player, the new first pick overall best, tall, skinny oh, yeah. kid. Matum- he was at, Matumba or something like that. Wamba, whatever. Wambe. Mwambe or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And he he dressed as Slender Man for like the Halloween he game. Did, and did. I'm like, Yo, that, if I saw that in the woods, I'd be freaked the fuck yeah. out. Well, he's like eight feet tall. Yeah, yeah. Although apparently um, Slender Man for the Rangers... Kempy, like, like I hear some people Rempe. say he's six eight, Rempy. Rempy, because Kempy's you know, Rempy. L A. Some people say he's like six eight. Some people say he's, he's six, six nine. Some people say he's six. Seven. He's big, dude. Some people say he's seven one. He, no, he's not seven one, but he's big, and I like him. And he's getting a ton of attention. Do you think he throws hard? No, you don't. No, he could throw way harder, dude. He's not throwing from downtown Chinatown like Bugard did mm-hmm. or McGratton did. Or fucking Erskine or those guys, man. Like he could throw a you lot. You don't think harder. he hurt Deloria? Yeah, he caught him because Deloria was eating a man. Deloria just stood in there mm-hmm. and he caught him enough, but it didn't knock Deloria. So what do but you if think he could really? What do you think Olivier did differently? Um, he got a little bit more on the inside, so mm-hmm. he he broke that gap that that gap that four or five inch gap that that Olivier's a big guy, mm-hmm. but Rempe's still three four inches. And Olivier's, Olivier's like strong. And Olivier's like that. you know I'm not used to fighting guys this much taller than me, but I'm gonna have a game plan where I'm just gonna bring him towards me a little bit more. I'm not gonna have him uh, reach out and lock me out, and I'm gonna throw as hard as I can. And it's exactly what he did, man. So they were trading for a bit, but Olivier had a, just a good grip on him, and he had him tight enough to where he just kind of. He closed that gap a little bit, and he mm-hmm. was connecting, and he especially connect, connected at the end. Don't do that, man. Don't get fucking caught like that. On your fourth fight in your career, you're a young kid, dude. That slows you down, hey. and you you catch, somebody else catches with one man, then your button's gone, and that's a problem. I don't want to see this kid fight every night, but I want to see him go hit. Go play. Go hit. Yeah. I want to see him hitting. Go hit, baby. We need, we need the big hitters. I want to see him in the playoffs. You ever been scared in the woods? Fuck Yeah. Like, what's the scariest thing that ever well, When I lived out in the wo- the real woods, not like Andy's Ladue Woods right next to a highway, man, I'd have to walk miles home from my buddy's house, dude. And there's homeless, not homeless people, there's people that... Homeless people. Yeah, they're out in the woods. Where you live? Yes. And they lived in these old houses that are abandoned. And you'd hear weird shit, dude. Where's an infirmary by my house that was... A- Cam just said homeless people live out in these houses in the woods. They do. These old, but, but they're aban- homeless. They're old abandoned houses, Andy. Oh. They're abandoned. 
These houses are abandoned. So they're living Do you in... think they're paying rent? <laughs> no, they're living in abandoned houses. Uh-huh. There's an infirmary. Look up this. Look up Black Madonna Shrine. It's a shrine from the 1800s. It's the creepiest goddamn thing in the world. Black Madonna Shrine. It was out by my house, man. We got to explore all kinds of stuff because our parents were lenient. You're able, when you live out in the woods, man, you get to see all kinds of crazy shit. They let us go out at night and explore. It's exactly what we did. But when you're young, dude, it, it's a little bit of a wake-up call living uh, out in the woods. Man. My it's allergies awesome. are just killing me right now. Mine a little bit bad. Oh my, my nose God. started bleeding on radio the other day. Which really? Because it's like a little thing on the side of my nose. Mm-hmm. I was itchy and sneezing. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And it like popped a blood vessel in my nose. Dude. No, I wasn't doing fucking blow. It was a little blood vessel. Oh, that wasn't inside. What are you doing all you know, It weekend? just was like, I had to hold it down. It was really, if I'm thinking, man, if I did like a TV hit or something, mm-hmm. this started happening. Wow, the memes on the internet. I remember producing, be a, producing a show years ago, like early in the business, and the guy who was doing the show, who was like a legendary broadcaster here in town, um, just Sorry, nosebleed, like gushing out of his, and it was all over the board. Aye, aye, aye. Gross. Was he partying? I don't know what he was doing. So I had to go in there. He like needed paper towels. I gave him the whole roll Jesus, of the paper towels, well, yeah, dude. Like, dude. this is about all I can do for Spray you. Spray that down, man. Yeah, you need it's to nasty. like handle this one on your own. I see guys like on uh, YouTube and stuff like that, or like Twitter, where there's fights on the subway. You ever see these fights on the subway in New York City, God, dude? Yeah, I see it all. I, like, it's just crazy. One For guy, you on YouTube or on 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 Twitter is bad. One guy's nose was bleeding so bad. Yeah, it was like all over the people sitting next to him, dude. I saw Cam Newton get jumped at a goddamn football camp. Seven oh my on, god! You see that dude against the seven now, on seven? Yeah, he had like a TSP witch's hat on, and these guys are coming in and jumping him. <laughs> and some other guy came out of nowhere and tried to sucker oh, punch him. Sucker punch! Poor Cam Newton's just trying to throw these guys off. Like it was god Where awful. Are his boys? I don't know, dude. Cam, you got to start traveling with what some of your boys, What the hell is that, dude? dude? You got jumped. He, I'm surprised he got jumped. <laughs> Didn't happen. I thought maybe about I thought somebody some, was going to fucking. I, I know because so, it reminds me of my days in the uh, bowling alley. Don't waste people's like time. No, because I used to see stuff like Here, that. Here's another thing to too. And I had a discussion today. Um, a kid, I guess, who did he play for? They're playing Wake Forest, a, a basketball team played Wake Forest the other day, and they lost. And all the fans started coming oh, yeah, on the, the Duke co- from Duke. Yes, yes. big tall kid. That woman, be a first that woman yelling like. At the uh, crowd, at the like the student manager, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't pay attention to that. But I know, like, it's just a dumb. It's a dumb thing that you're allowed to do. And I know everybody in college are like, that's part of the history. But imagine, like, and, and this me, and I'm pretty good at holding my emotions for the most part. Like, not getting in fights. Mm-hmm. Never fought really off the ice. You know, at a bar or anything like that, because I could, I could hold it. But if you just get done playing an emotional game, imagine you're on the ice at the end of a game. And you just turn the puck over, and they go down to score, and it's a fucking big deal. And thousands of people are rushing the ice. Then thousands of drunks are rushing the ice, coming right in your face, and they're saying "fuck you, you suck." And you're like, "What? What do I do? Like, how do you not lose your mind and knock somebody out, mm-hmm. or get away from me?" Not to mention, you don't know who they are. You don't know if they're going to come punch you. You don't know if they got a knife. You don't know anything. And so it's just such a goofy thing, and you're putting all these people in a weird jam after they just get done with an emotional game. It happened to Caitlin Clark, although she did die. But even that is stupid. How about you wait? Like, I don't know what you can do. She did not die. I mean, for you to say that, I think this guy did. He might, but the point he, he is, didn't like, get hit that you're hard, in a bad baby. spot. This is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. You got these kids. Football, too, dude. Football, but there's too. There's more space out yeah. there. Yeah, and like, so, like, like it's, just a, it's just a goofy thing. No, mm-hmm. you, need to, you need to rush the field. Doesn't happen in, in pro sports. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen in NFL. Doesn't happen in NBA. Why does it happen in college? 
Why are you allowed to run onto the because court every and time kick in people's face after they get done playing a game? And listen, it should only be allowed Stupid. if you if it's truly an upset. Like if you that. if you beat the number one team in the country and you're not expected to even come close. Like, I, I I get the history and the tradition of storming the field and taking down the goalposts and all that. So on dumb. those specific instances. Like when I was a kid, this didn't happen 20 times a year. It would happen maybe once in a blue moon every other year okay. or once every three or but four even years. Then, no, I get it. It's a recipe for disaster. So now, like, yeah, you got to protect these kids, man. You got to find a way to uh, make sure these players can get off the field safely. You so know, he hurt his knee. You no, know. did he? Did he he said he did. Hurt? So they get like 50 people just like right on him. I, you got to let the guys, that's his court, man. How, do you, got how do you control that? You have security that says, here's, we're going to wait at least a minute and then wait till everybody gets off the goddamn court. And then you can come on and celebrate if you want to. I say if the game's over, like completely out of reach with like 20 seconds left, you just let the team leave the court. I don't, okay. If Game, it's going to, game's over. If it's going to, you guys get out of here. If it's going to save chaos, you know, yeah. if it's going to help not create chaos. Because, yeah. again, Andy, like, I know you probably don't know, but, like, after games, man, sometimes you're really emotional. Oh, somebody in, really like, emotional. I'm surprised somebody, like, in hockey and f- or football, like, a fan doesn't get knocked out. Well, no one does it in hockey, and it's happened in hockey. Fucking Ty Domi, who was on our podcast, mm-hmm. talked about that guy, that dipshit in Philly that fell over and came into his, Ty's territory in the penalty box. Ty just barely grabbed him. Yeah. And he had to go through fucking a lawsuit for years yeah. and years. It's bad for everybody. Did you know there was a wrestler who, I think he went to jail, dude. He was like, no one knew, but he was like wrestling and he had AIDS. Oh, God, that's got all, that's like a bioweapon. Did you hear about that? No, but that's got all. It's it's an older story. Somebody had just told me about it. This wrestler, wrestling, what should his sentence be, dude? You got to go to jail for that. That's uh... For like ever? I think maybe did you, did forever, you, did people dude. people get H- you, HIV? Probably. It, then, yeah. Dude, be, wrestling. I mean, like, you know, you know there's, there's, there's blood being shed. I thought about this the other day because on the subway, when I'm watching the YouTube videos, um, I'm seeing, like, blood get all over these people. Dude, you don't know the condition of these. I, I don't need anyone bleeding on me, dude. No, I don't. No, no. Blood's no joke. And. To spread HIV, dude. I mean, I know it's not as I think that should be a life sentence. Dangerous as it was in the eighties. Is it not? I don't think so. I think there's a lot of medicine now that you think takes Magic Johnson we, has has still H- has it. Like, how does that? Know, he seems pretty fine to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he got through it, although he's got a lot of money. Um, but yeah, I think in the eighties, I think it, it was a huge surprise for everybody. Like, what the fuck's going on with this? It was horrible. But then I think now with all the, you know, um, I still think he should go to prison for life. I, okay. Life sentence. It doesn't like if you know you have AIDS, and you're or you're intentionally or you're banging girls. Yeah, that happens too. If you're intentionally trying to infect others with HIV, I think go to jail for a long time. Life sentence. That's fine with me. Doesn't bother me at all. Like if you don't know you have it, and you know you're a scumbag. If you didn't know, you're not a scumbag. No, you do know. You but know. if you know... It's like you know if you had goddamn herpes. Just like you know if you had to uh, clap and you're fucking banging poor these poor girls left geez, and right. And they're like, so. they're ruined. Like, these poor girls like are young and you have to fucking clap and you know you do and you're you're fucking these girls and they're all of a sudden they got to go through all that as a girl and she didn't know. Like, that sucks, dude. Dude. That sucks. Lawsuit. I'd fucking sue them. But you knew you had to clap and now I you I think it it's to me. a uh, life sentence for that, Cam. For the, a- for the HIV mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. 
for the clap. I don't know. No, there's a, hopefully, there's no one who I, who I wrestled back in the day. Hopefully, no one had no, any HIV. I don't think they did. Like no that. bloods being drawn out of either one of you guys. You, you guys aren't. You guys aren't <laughs> performing at a high level. Hey, you want to know who the coolest player in the league is? Um, the coolest player in the league. I'll give you a couple. Jacob Truba, for mm-hmm. one, is one of mine. Nikita Kucherov. Too. Yeah, he's one of them. Bedard's up there, man. He's starting to get a little cocky too, baby. A little cocky, and I like it. He's like kind of staring down goaltenders and stuff know, like that. He's hitting Patrick Kane on the sideboards. He's doing his thing. I like Connor Bedard. Mm-hmm. Who are you thinking? Patty Kane, dude. Patty Kane, damn right. He had an awesome game the other day. Chelios is getting honored and all Can that. Can I stuff. ask you if uh, you think Patty Kane? You got to hear me out here. Somebody brought it up to me this morning. Probably one of the Hall of Famers I was talking yeah. to. Well, Andy's got to get an opinion somehow. He can't create his own. <laughs> Cam will disagree with the Hall of Famers. <laughs> like who? The old Do you ones? think the part of Patrick Kane is uh, that he's underrated at all? Underrated? Do you think that Super Mike Madonna star. was celebrated more than Patrick Kane? Patrick Kane gets so much attention. That doesn't bother me at all. He gets a ton of attention, dude. Ton of attention. What are you talking about? Okay, that's what I said. That was my answer to. Oh, good. So, is my good though, or with my uh, <laughs> with my opinion? Well, somebody said that he's underrated. Like he's not un- not underrated in the sense that no one knows how great he is, but isn't celebrated enough. Well, he's just he's isn't, slowed. Isn't well, he, he? He slowed down. He got cel- hurt, well, and he now didn't do he's much. Like, what timeout? But now he's coming. That's back. That's what happens. Dude. He's got a, the, the attention Patrick Kane got. Mm-hmm. And his heyday was astronomical. Yeah. And then you get all of a sudden you slow down, you get injured for a long time, mm-hmm. you go to a Rangers team and you're not that great. Yeah. And all of a sudden now you're building it back up and you're on a decent team, what's young, you're scoring some big time goals. Mm-hmm. So now you're getting attention. You know, but again. he had the off ice issues early on yeah. when he was young. With that, the cab and that stuff. It forced him to be way reserved, where you didn't even really see this guy ever. You didn't hear him talk very often. You never really saw him away from the rink. It was like there was a lot of like unknown and like almost mystery of who Patrick Kane was because of the shit that he went through as a young player that I I think kind of forced him to like be like, dude, I'm just gonna like play hockey and no one's gonna see me away from the ring. Well, he did. That was on him. Like it's not like he went through stuff. No, he presented that. Like he well, he had yelled fun at, a, at colleges and he yelled the at cab, a, a whatever. Cab young kid tried to beat him. I don't know what the yeah. fuck was going the on. The woman was some bullshit, dude. Even her own lawyer yeah. was like called her out for, like, fabricating the story, yeah. remember? Yeah, Patrick Kane's probably not even going to be able to beat up a cab driver. I don't know how, what went, really went down. You don't think down. he could? No. I think he could. Not really. But, uh, not really. But Kaner would wear a Kaner jersey and go to colleges and be drunk. Would and he? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he had a Kane jersey on, did he? Yes. He had a shirt that said Kaner I remember on when the he back. went to the University of Wisconsin. That's funny. Yeah, he had a shirt that Somebody said probably had him wear it to be funny. Like, he probably didn't well, start you, the day with you're it. You're just loud. It's just loud. You love to have a good time and party, man. I had no. I, well, what are you I, saying? I'm, I'm agreeing with you. That's yeah, but all then good. because of all that shit and everyone reacting and like, oh, Patty. Yeah. He it just forced him to kind of go into hiding when he wasn't at it the rink, dude. That's fine. Sometimes you, dude, you're in the spotlight for that long. You want to go into hiding. Mm-hmm. You don't want to people talking about you unless it's something on the ice. But dude, to see him score the game-winning goal with Chris Chelios there, yeah. and Chelios calling him the goat of American-born players during a speech and all yeah, that shit. It's pretty good. Chelios is pretty damn cool, too, though, man. Yeah, no doubt. Pretty um, tan, yeah. too. Yeah. He tan. He's permanent, permanently tan. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. cool. You know, Kaner had so much time on that breakaway. He, like, looks around. Like, oh, it's a hell shit, of a I'm move, gonna... though, man. Great move. That's a hard shot to, to make, To get that upstairs dude. like that against an NHL like, goaltender? As a lefty, like, yoink. Like, that's tough, dude. Yeah. Really tough. 
But good, good for him. Mm-hmm. Celebrated, did his thing. Dude, I like he's that. he's given that Detroit team so much swagger. Like he's 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 given them like a boost of swagger that they didn't have beforehand. I think listen, they've got some really talented offensive players. They play fast. They can do some things off the rush and whatever. I, I don't I don't know how much of a threat they're going to be moving forward, but they've got some real good pieces, man. I like their forwards a lot. Fast. I don't love their defensemen. They're like a lot of other teams. They don't have great goaltending. Um, you know, Billy Huso, maybe if he can stay healthy, can can be a guy that can, you know, get hot and, and they should uh, kick win the some games in the playoffs that they can get there. But they uh, – Patrick Kane, dude, he's just given that team a bunch of swagger, dude. And that Debrinkat's a hell of a player too. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He killed the Blues the other day. The Blues, like, need to get, like, points, you know. Mm-hmm. Now they're four out of a – Wild card spot, yeah. And they, they were in an eleven o'clock game, which is kind of cool. It's yeah. eleven o'clock game. I'm they like, you get not, up, have a. They were not ready. They were play. not ready. They were sleeping, man. And the fucking Red Wings just shit stomped them. They're just and that ni- sucks. They're dude. just knifing through the neutral zone and like whoa, like a pickup game almost. Eleven yeah. o'clock in the morning. I was having a Bloody Mary watching. It was, it was quite <laughs> nice. Like I loved it, man. I, there's this. I like when they stagger these games. Like yeah. eleven o'clock. I love the eleven o'clock, o'clock one o'clock, games. two o'clock, yeah. three o'clock. I'm like fuck yeah. all day. Hockey. I say more afternoon games. I agree. Man. More afternoon love games them. in the NHL. We yes. don't need seven o'clock starts every Saturday night. Put them during the day. Please do, especially Saturday and Sunday. Yes. Hell, you don't need an eight thirty game on a Sunday night. Like fuck, I don't know. Like some of these like West Coast teams. Put them on during the daytime. Try to put them on. I know you got to again stagger, but. Sometimes there's a huge gap, and there's it's like fucking nine o'clock at night on a Sunday. Even people out west are probably like, "I'm going to bed," you know. So yeah, the uh, the day games are they're fun, man. Chilling, mm-hmm. eating some good food, barbecuing. Barbecued yesterday. God, it's beautiful. Weather, what are you man. making? I got fat ass park steaks, fat ass North County style, man, with malls. Malls is a barbecue sauce from St. Louis, much baby. Too much sugar in that. Too okay. much sugar Whatever. in that barbecue Fatty. sauce. Fatty. These pork steaks were that thick, dude. So I sear them on the grill like... Because mm-hmm. you could beat up pork steaks. You When you have a real... Like a ribeye or something, you flatten it, you move it once, and then you flip it. But pork steaks, you could beat it up. Then I put it in a crock pot, put some beer in there, a couple onions, a little bit of garlic. Beer in there. Yeah, beer. And then I put dumped in Malls uh, barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Put those two fat-ass pork steaks in that. Uh, uh, the crock pot, put it on low and let it simmer, simmer. Then it just fell right off the bone. What kind maybe. of beer? Uh, like, Stella. Oh, really? I like the thick stuff. Yeah, put okay. some Stella you in put there. Stella in there. Yes, really good. Well, you're headed straight for the competitions, aren't you? Yeah, that's I, where I got it. From. I've been uh, having some Zoom calls with like Traeger and stuff like good, that. Get him on board for this. Well, I'm an ambassador for Traeger. Are they helping the podcast out? They no, have, so don't even talk about. No, them. I'm an ambassador. So don't talk about so sponsors. Get, I don't have anything I'll, to do I'll with get, the podcast. Get, on the podcast, I'll get my Traeger going here. So I wanted to fire now, it up. Imagine this I took one of my sponsors and started talking about it on this podcast without them being a part of it. Andy would lose his <laughs> mind, but he always brings in his little fucking. I don't even know if you're associated with Traeger, but they're associated they don't, with me. They don't do anything with the podcast. So I may take a pork steak out of the uh, freezer for the freezer. You put it in there yesterday. <laughs> Hey, real quick, uh, and while we're on the Blues, yeah, um, I uh, I don't expect them to do too much of the trade deadline. I got to be honest with you. As far as uh, just I just don't get ex- rid of it. I just don't some- expect much either way. I mean, they've got some players that maybe they can move on from. They could try, you know. Like, what do you mean? Like, maybe a well, like a Kapanen, for example, who I doubt is coming back next year. Um, what about know, like uh, Scandella, some- something like that? I, I just- somebody wants Sonny. 
But you know, for a playoff run, I think they're going to resign Oscar Sundquist. Oh, I hope they do. Yeah, well, you could probably get I, like a third round for yeah, him. Yeah, but I think they'll resign him. Listen, they're him. getting great value from Sundquist. I think he's making seven hundred. This guy's a million dollar player all day long, big time, right? I mean, he's yeah. not uh, he's not a two million dollar player, but he's well, a million dollar player. He does a lot. And I think the Blues look at it like, hey, this guy's been really good for uh, for Colton Pareko. Like he's yep. he's he and Colton Pareko are best of friends. They hang out together all the time. Yoink! Always together. And Pareko's had a uh, a bounce back season. So why not keep uh, a guy like Sunquist around? He doesn't hurt you, man. No, he's been good a, on the no power play. Like he's not really even a power play guy, but they've no used him on the power play. play. Face off. Kyrou and Thomas got benched though, man. They, I saw they that. played like one shift in the third period, which hey, it is what it is, man. That was a terrible game, dude. They that was the worst first period I've seen yeah. in the blues in a long time. Mm-hmm. Bullduke, nice to see a kid get his first goal. That was a nice shot. Nice shot. Great shot. Good puck Real placement. Quick. Really Put quick it where shot. he wanted it. Yeah. Came right off the bench. Didn't notice nice him the pass first game. from the side. Didn't notice him the first game. Well, his 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 ice time got disrupted in the first minutes. game because of the penalties in the first period. Yeah. A lot of penalties. Yep. So the line combinations got yep. juggled a little bit. I get that. It was kind of tough to still, but I did I didn't notice him. But he's not a guy that's gonna come in and like Well, you do need to be there. Tear it up. Well, not tear it up, but I need to notice him. I understand. Like your speed or I, puck possession. I, I, I understand. You don't got to dangle, guys. No. Just fucking do yeah. something. But, you know, he's not getting opportunities in the power play yet. There's no reason for it. The Blues have had a real good power play yep. the last several weeks. So you're not going to put him out. But, like, that's where he's going to make a difference because his one-timer, he's got a, an elite one Just want to notice you. Yeah, if I'm not, I get you. Well, I got you. No, no offense, but if I'm yeah. not noticing you, then, mm-hmm. you know, they're not noticing you. And, like, this is your opportunity. Yeah, I you're got young you. and yeah. you got time. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I'm just saying. You ever seen somebody with two thumbs? The fuck you talking about? I saw somebody the other day had two thumbs on one hand. Well, it's got a some sort of no. It's like a there's like a name for it actually, like a medical term. There are people who are born with two thumbs on one hand, dude. Who gives it a was shit? The, and he could move both thumbs, yeah, dude. Cares? It was like the most amazing thing I've ever that's, seen. See if that makes if that's the most amazing thing you've ever seen. Like you, you're not seeing. Well, much. it's one of the most amazing. You're not things. seeing much. You know what I mean? I'm surprised you haven't ever seen that. I probably have. I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. At the, like when I see things throughout the day, what like, like I fucking chime in on or I'm interested. Yeah, in, well, that's probably not one of it, them. It would be if you, you know if I mean? you saw it. I'll send it to you. Okay. I'll yeah, look at and it and be like this. Cool. I want to get your take on it. I just told you my take. Doesn't yeah. give. A, I don't give a fuck. Um, you know, BG got her uh, jersey retired. I saw that at Baylor University. It was very inspirational. Yeah, they kept showing that video of her too in her Dunking? backyard. Dunking with one hand or two hands. She could barely do it with one, <laughs> let alone two. I haven't seen her do two yet. What do you mean? She doesn't dunk. Like no one dunks she in the WNBA. She would teabag you, dude. If you tried, you calling her a guy? No, not at all. You calling her a man? No. Why are you saying How that? How dare you do that? That's what they call teabag. That's when you have a nutsack. Okay. When you teabag somebody, that's because yeah. your nutsack looks like yeah. a fucking teabag. But you not get that? It's also see, you've never been to Rucker Park. You've never played in the playground. You've never <sighs> okay. played pickup ball. Pickup ball. Pickup ball. Basketball. Yeah. And get teabag? No, I haven't got teabag. Okay, have you? so no, but like, I'm sure you have. When someone dunks on you. And they dunk in your face and they come, you know, they, they will call that a teabag. Dude, she's 6'8". She better be able to teabag me. You know? <laughs> so she probably would. <laughs> that video, though, in her backyard, I don't know what What do fuck. you mean? Oh, by the, the pool? Yeah. That's an old video. I think that may be doctored. Is that AI? You know? You think that could be doctored? AI's weird, dude. Who is AI? 
AI, artificial intelligence, like it's it's getting to a lot. Like you really got to look at videos now and be like, I got to break this down. How do you know if it's AI or not? You could tell right now. You could tell because the voice doesn't connect with what their their mouth is. AI just audio, or does AI have video? Video and everything. Yeah, because you know. Like, my voice text doesn't even work on my cell phone. Like, how, like, I'm watching that Putin video, you know, the interview. Still watching that? I mean, I'm, what's still going on? He's still, he's, he's on to like, he, and he acts like he's watching we're that, in the, he, he watched we're, two we're, minutes we're of We're into the 1800s like now. This guy's still talking. Okay. It's interesting, though. Puppy dog interview. That's what the other journalists were saying about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I, I, what, I, it wasn't that great, but mm-hmm. I didn't mind it. You know what I mean? You see, Joel Quinville talked. Did he? He just, well, he didn't really talk about, Anything? No, he didn't talk about that. He like they're like asking him about like Austin Matthews and like they the, didn't ask him about the, what the fuck he's doing lately. The power what, play. What's going on with no, like there's none of that reconnecting with the NHL. No, we will have that one day though. Trevor Daly is good though, man. Trevor Daly is great. Um, and it's hard to see him. I know you're gonna cheer up off the bat. Yeah, he's in his Florida house. He didn't want to turn around and have. The camera looking at his house because we're looking in his house, and I don't blame him. So mm-hmm. we're looking in his backyard. The sun's behind him. It's like the we sun's coming down. It's like five o'clock. It's like five o'clock it, shadows. Dude. Yes, because we did like a three o'clock interview with him. So like we can't see him. And he's like a beautiful human being. I wish I'd be able to see his goddamn face, but you mm-hmm. can't. And we didn't want to. It's because of the sun reflection, yeah. the sun coming down, dude. You got the, the bright sun mm-hmm. behind him. I can see the palm trees though, man. They're very you see beautiful. It's cool. oh, look yeah. pretty cool. Look nice. Look really so, nice. So, you know, he um it just is what it is. I mean, you could put me in front of the computer, I'd look exactly the exact same. Exact same. Way, I've done that before on, on interviews yeah. and no one's saying that. You gotta anything. have lighting and stuff like you got, that. Yeah. But you know uh, what? Um so good. you'll you'll deal with that when you're watching. He was good though. But he was fantastic. He was one of our better interviews we've had in a He's while. He's just cool, man. He's so cool. And I believe everything he says too, man, about everything. Like you could tell he doesn't doesn't exaggerate on it. I just everything, anything that comes out of his mouth is it's well thought of. Yeah, and I appreciate him. I've been playing against him for a long time, man. He's always cool, totally cool. Mm-hmm. Kyle Dubas with his stick boy. That's kind of dude. Funny. That's a great story. It's unbelievable. Man. Kyle Dubas is his stick boy. Yeah, <laughs> which means and Kyle Dubas introduced Trevor Daly to his wife. His wife. Dude, his yes. wife was Dubas's locker partner. Now he's working with Doobie in Pittsburgh. Doobie, what's Pittsburgh doing? I don't know. What would you do if you? I Doobie? would move. What would you do, Andy? I would. If tr- you're in a Pittsburgh Penguins, what would you? do? I would do everything I can possibly do to get younger as fast as possible. Like what? No, 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 no. I would trade Jake Gensel. Would you? T- would you trade Sidney Crosby? Um, would you trade eighty-seven? I would think really hard about it. I agree with you. I would think really hard about it. Listen, he he wouldn't be the first legendary player to go no. play for a second team. He's getting older. He's and, done his thing there. You know, what do you want to be when Sidney Crosby's not there? Crosby's not going to be there forever. I know, I know there's something to be said for uh, these guys to play their entire career with one team. You need to win when you and, can. And, and, and it would be great if he could do that. But don't waste his last several years of being more than a point-per-game guy I and know. missing the freaking playoffs. I don't want to see that. I'd rather see Crosby make the playoffs and have a chance to win again. Doesn't mean shit to me. And again, I'm not from Pittsburgh, so I don't have that you know sentimental attachment. But it doesn't mean fuck all to me to have Sidney Crosby playing in a Pittsburgh Penguins uniform the rest of his career if he's not going to exactly make the playoffs. Exactly what I was thinking too, Andy. What would you get for him right now? You think what could Doobie get for what, Sidney Crosby? Whatever you want. Whatever you want, eh? Whatever you want. And he's playing at such a high pace right now, dude. It's like it's a waste. And they're talking it's about now. Apparently, they there's there's some conversation about 
there's already a contract extension in the drawer right now that he'll that'll be announced at a later date when I think they can announce. I don't even know if they can yet. When's his contract up? Well, let's double check. I think he's got one year left. Maybe so you could get, you could get a boatload for him and then maybe re-sign him. I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess you could if he goes out and just. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't like to see. And I would trade Malkin too. So would I. And I wouldn't trade for Eric Carlson, which is a stupid ass trade. How dumb is that? How and, and now he's saying he Letang. wants to get younger. He wants to get younger. But then he goes out and signs fucking Eric Carlson. No, he didn't sign over. him. He traded he for traded him. traded for him, whatever. And you got this, you're right, you traded for him. And you got this guy, an aging player that's been banged up, who's not very good defensively. Crosby's as got one know. more year after this. And you get Eric Carlson, and now you're like, we need to get younger. It's like, well, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. So hey, odd to me. Trade Crosby, trade Malcolm, I know. trade Latang. I know, baby. That's what I'm saying. You traded Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah. Like, life does go on. Yeah. You're still able to survive. You're still okay. But, like, what do you want to be? Do you just want to miss the playoffs with Crosby on your roster? Like, is that what you want? If that's what you want, then okay. But okay. I, think, I think he had four points. They had a huge win. Like, it was like a 7-6 win against Philly. Yeah. yeah. Right? And but you're nine, I think they're he like had nine f- back, dude. Four, oh, dude, they ain't making the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. So now you got Gensel, and they're like, well, we don't know what to do. Should we keep him? Like, no. what? What, are you going to give this guy eight years now? What is he, 28? 29, something like that. It depends if he's 28 or 20. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He's going to get a max deal. So whether he gets seven years from someone else or eight years from his team that he's currently on or if you know he gets traded, then he re-signs with that team, you're still taking him deep into your 30s. Listen, man, all the general managers out there, that's the toughest spot to be in. When you've got great talent in your late 20s whose contract is up, it's the same situation with Pavel Buchnevich and the Blues, man. Like, it's not like the Blues want to trade Pavel Buchnevich, but they don't want to give him what he's going to be able to command in the open market, yeah. dude. You don't want to give this guy a max deal or pay this guy eight plus million dollars a year late into his thirties. It's the last situation you want to be in. If these guys were taking two, three, four year deals, yeah, you'd do it, but they're not. They're not, man. So you know, you want to start signing guys into your late twenties to max deals and pay him well into your 30s, man, it's the best way to just see a, uh, an organization just go south very, very quickly, man, and get old so quickly. So what do you want to do, Pittsburgh fans? What would you want? Do you want to see, Do you want to get a boatload for a Malkin or a Crosby, or you want to see these guys age out where you guys have no chance of making the playoffs, things get frustrating, and it's just a waste. And you lose Gensel for nothing. You, and you lose Gensel. Oh, we're going to hang on to him. But what, don't you want to get younger? <laughs> the only way to get younger right now is to get rid of some of these older guys that yeah. are fucking still worth a shit ton. I like Jake Gensel. Jay, so Gensel's I, one of those guys, man, that I feel like he's just going to be good no matter which team he goes to. He'll find a way to fit in. He's not loud. He doesn't command too much attention. He seems like a great teammate. Seems like a great kid. And he's just a hockey player, man, whose dad was a coach. There's some... Yeah, I would take him on my team in a heartbeat. Now, he's hurt right now, but Pittsburgh, man, these teams that just want to like, they can't let go. And I get it. Yeah. And I don't know if Crosby wants to go anywhere. And at the end of the day, it should be his decision. I think okay? he would want to, I, I, maybe I, I'm not yeah. speaking for him, but if I'm him, I'd be like, I want to yeah. go win again. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to mm-hmm. go win again. Where's Tate Thompson been? Dude, he's got 16 goals. What happened, year. dude? Well, he dealt with a lot of injuries, man. It's got to be injury-related. Pers- did he have some personal stuff going on this year? Something going on, maybe. Where he um, kind of left for a little bit? Something for a minute or two. I don't think it was, like, tragic or anything like that. a family thing where yeah, he, I think so. kid, maybe his kid got sick yeah, or having a something. Petro? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. 
But he's just not the same, dude. He's not the same right now. And Buffalo's not the same. Buffalo and Jersey, some of these teams, man. Oh. Hey, everybody, stop trying to act like in the offseason that these teams are just ready to just go on some type of run and they're just going to take that next step. I say it all the time. And we say it before the season. I said it before last season about Buffalo because everybody's like riding Buffalo. It's like, just let it play out, man. Like, go make the playoffs and do something. Then I'll start making some projections of where they're going to be the following year. But when you miss the playoffs every year, I can't just sit here and be like, oh, they're going to be a freaking front runner. Hey. You know? I get it. Buffalo's different than Jersey, though. Jersey was right there, man. Dude, and Jersey's and they took won a, a bunch of cups, dude. I get it. No, but they took a step back this year. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, you, I, I get where the Jersey fans are like, well, what the fuck is going yeah. on here, yeah. man? We're expected to go to the next level. Yeah. Now we're going this way. Yeah. Buffalo's just been the same bullshit going on. Yeah. It's just the media was talking about them because they want them to be good. And I feel bad for the Buffalo fans, and I feel bad for the Jersey fans this year, too. Mm-hmm. Well, the Buffalo fans have been suffering forever. 14 dude. years? Are you and they're kidding always, me? They just look like they're defeated. They do. They go into they look. Their bench looks defeated. But, you know, listen, the out. trade deadline shouldn't just be about teams that are looking to contend and looking to you know add from the trade deadline through the rest of the year and try to you know get a piece that's going to help them win in the playoffs. If I'm Ottawa, and you know you need a goaltender, man, I'd be making a push for a guy like Soros or one of these guys too. Man, you got to shore up your goaltending. And who's to say you can't do that at the trade deadline either and do that now versus trying to do something in the offseason where you're scrambling, trying to find a goaltender. Get out in front of it and get yourself a damn goalie. All these teams that think that they can trade for a goalie and it's just going to all of a sudden lead to them having all this postseason success, I don't buy it. It never really plays out that way. It's the most difficult position to get a player to adjust and then truly help the team down the stretch. So give yourself the rest of the season and have them be ready coming into next year to help you truly win. Because Ottawa's another one that belongs in that category. They never do shit What are you either, doing, man? What are you doing? Ever. Did you see the kid from Arizona? Ruzika? Oh, yeah. Ruzika? Yeah. He's sitting in his apartment. How do we know that was his? It's right in front of him. How do we know it was his? Andy. Do you know that he accidentally hit Hold Instagram on. Live instead of an Instagram story? Is that normal? So it doesn't matter. Seen that. You're putting that on a story anyway. So this kid, who's not that no, old. No, he didn't mean to put it on a story. So I'm sorry. He, I don't know what he was trying to do. But he, okay, so he's sitting in his apartment yeah. and the video's out. Trying to send it to his buddy. He's probably something. sending it to his buddy, which don't even yeah. do that. He's partying with a bunch of coke, mm-hmm. and he's got the little vial too, with a little spoon in there where you go, and you put it up your nose, and he's bragging about how many, how much coke he's got, which he had a shit ton. It looked like. Then he actually posted on goddamn Instagram, and now he's in such a jam. It wasn't his dipshit buddies like what happened to Kuts, uh, Kuznetsov, where his buddies like, hey, I'm gonna, oh god, that buddy should have got thrown out the damn window, yeah. Putin style. But this kid Putin may have gotten a hold of that guy. But this kid's know. filming himself doing a bunch of blow, mm. and now he's just fucked. And he might need some help, man. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not chirping him. No, I'm not. That was a fucking mistake. He might not need help though, too. He well, may, it may have been like a one-off type situation. You got a vial. You got a vial. Like you know what you're doing with it. So like that's probably not a one-off. I would say. Mm-hmm. So he might need some help. So I don't want to chirp too too much. Sure. But you got to watch what you're doing with that dude. Like that's like. The easiest thing not to do. Mm-hmm. Just get your phone away if you're fucking partying like that. And watch out partying like that, too, by the way. You better know your dealer because there's fentanyl coming up and down like you can't believe. And there's people dropping dead like you can't believe because of fucking a bad batch with fentanyl laced with coke. Okay, let me ask you this. Say he was, because he cleared waivers and he'll probably never play in the NHL again. Who knows? And like he's not, he doesn't appear to be that good of a player. I don't know much about him. Yeah. You know, he doesn't put up numbers. He's, he's got 100 yeah. games on his belt or something okay, like that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, doesn't, like... 
you know. He's a no. He's a no. He's not that good to work. Somebody's going to be like, I'm going to take a chance right. on now, him. Now let me ask you this though: yeah. what What if he was good? Like, what if he was a pretty promising? I'd get him help, and I'd, would I'd, you claim him off waivers yeah. and be like, I'm going to get yep. this guy help, yep. and then he's going to help our team? Yeah, I would. But like in hockey, everybody would be afraid. Don't touch him. That's just me, man. Yeah, that's me. I'd be like, hey. We're going to claim you. And I'm going to send you to the Illinois Recovery Center. You're goddamn right. I'm going to have Chrissy and Eric and Chrissy take care and Eric of you. are going to take care of you. You're yep. going to get clean, and then you're going to come help us win hockey games. That's it. That's exactly what my So we're not going to throw you away for nope. the rest of your life because nope. you made a mistake. Every mistake's different. That mistake, I think I can handle. I don't think he should be, like, kicked out of the league for good, no. dude. No. You know what I'm saying? There's guys that need help, man, and maybe he's one of them. Yeah. This guy's a drink. There's but his focus this. isn't where it needs to be. No, this you, guy's fucking doing this during the season. I know. You got a team that that loses every night, basically, in Arizona. They play in this stupid-ass stupid arena. arena. They've got ownership issues. The yep. league is trying to figure out what the hell to do with them. Yeah. They are the most embarrassing franchise that we've seen in a long time. This is the last thing they need. I know. Now, Arizona bad. doesn't need this, man. No, they don't. But I would help that kid like I would. Like, I don't know. Like it, Again, it depends on his skill set, too. Like, no offense, like, mm-hmm. you're not going to take a chance on a kid that's not producing before he was fucking doing blow. Yeah. So he's probably not going to produce. I would say if he was a really good player, I would do that. I would take it because you're going to take a beating from the fans mm-hmm. bringing him on. But they'll get over that if you come out and perform and he's sober. But I'd have him go to the – I would have him go get help yeah, for sure. And the NHLPA would t- certainly help with that. Mm-hmm. But you can't just kick these guys to the side and be like, fuck you. Yeah. He might need yeah. help. No, he might don't need we? He might need Bell, help. Bell, let's talk. Yeah. Like, you don't know. Bell, let's talk. Bell, let's talk. Don't we get that hashtag oh, anytime everybody yeah, fucking – Everybody does it. Everybody does. Like the that one day guy, a year. It's funny. Like, the guys would bash players. Like, you fucking suck. I hope you fucking die. And then their next tweets, Bell, let's talk. <laughs> go fuck yourself. This kid might need help, man. In fact, I know he needs help. Maybe somebody will take a chance on him, but you know, there's a skill set that I I just listen, that's just how I how I uh operate. I don't um I'm not looking just to throw this kid nah. throw him aside, you know, and I, I believe in second like helping people, man. Yeah. This I guy too. made a fucking terrible mistake. Terrible dude. mistake. And you know one was fucking, you know, doing what he was doing on his yeah, free time. Yeah, you don't want to do coke, man. It's not good. And two, okay. I mean, how dumb can you be to put that on Instagram? Dude? How don't does that even happen? You put your you phone sending away. that to your buddy on Instagram? Don't ever do that, man. If you're partying, do your thing. Okay, fine. Like, that's still not good. You're rolling the dice again with the fentanyl shit. And you, you do blow all night. Dude, you're fucked up for two days after that, at least. So don't even even if you had a day off the next day, man. You do coke all night and you don't get a good night's sleep. That affects you for at least two or three days. Mm. It does, dude. You're all fucked up. Makes you depressed. Your nose is all fucked up. Your sinuses are fucked up. And again, you're just rolling the dice, dude. It's shady. Get your goddamn phone away from that. Get your phone away. From Jesus, that. that's what is going on. That's a dude. nightmare for me, dude. I'm like fucking. Like you got anything around you, man? Get your goddamn phone away. Yeah. Um, so, uh, before we get into uh, Trevor Daly, who was though, awesome, we did talk about John Van Beesbrook. <whistles> John Van Beesbrook, Beezer. You know, sure. I always like Beezer as a goaltender too, man. Like, sure. you know, sure. I, I'm sure you know he had a. Uh, I'm sure some of his teammates liked him back in the day, but you know what? What he did to this kid in junior obviously wasn't right, and it is interesting that things can stay with you for a long time. Like you make a mistake of that nature, and you think it's just going to go away, it doesn't work like that. 
So now his jersey, you know, retired jersey has been taken down yep. from the rafters. And Sue. Um, because of the incident. He got fired because of the incident. Yep. I mean, Trevor Daly, man, great kid. Great overcame kid. a lot of shit. Yep. We talked a lot about the streets, you know, Canada versus the U.S. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. He grew up in the city, the uh, inner city projects of uh, of Toronto. He's a success story, man. His mom really helped Not him a lot of people from that area Daddy are making around. it to the NHL, even in yeah. Canada, you know? Yep. You still, even the, the hockey players in Canada, for the most point, for the most part, are still privileged. You know what I'm saying? The kids who really go far in hockey in Canada, like the days of just being farm boys and stuff like that, it's so fucking expensive, Cam. You know this. Like yeah. a lot of them are privileged kids who have the ability to afford to play the game. Mom and dad have a little bit of money, so it's a little bit easier on so, everybody. Yeah. So for him to come out of, you know, his circumstances and to make it, I, 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 I've got so much respect for this dude. But John Van Beesbrook, man, all of a sudden this is brought to light. And he is an executive with USA Hockey. And you just wonder how USA Hockey looks to this, you know, and looks at this. Um, Trevor Daly, he coaches the Florida Alliance. Like any any youth hockey people out there, AAA people, like you, you know the program, Florida Alliance, one of the top programs in the country, coaches that 2009 birth year, which is a top 10 team in the country. His son's an absolute stud. Yeah. And I would imagine he's a 2009. This is the year coming into next year where it's the 2008s that are going to the national team development program. So a year from now, they're going to have the top 40 camp, the tri- the, 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 the tryout camp for the 2009s. And I would imagine his kid is on the radar for USA hockey. But I asked him, would you let your kid go to the national team development program? Knowing John Van Beesbrook is there in your guy's history cam. And what was his answer? It was, it was fuck. No, it was his answer. And that's a problem. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I don't know if um, Trevor's done much, many interviews like this. No. And talked about the situation and what went down and what's currently going on and how his feelings towards Beezer. Yeah. Have you talked to him? He said, no. You know, yeah. Beezer never reached never out. I apologized. mean, are you kidding that's me? That's the one thing where he's like, that's you never shady. reached out to apologize. Yeah. And listen, I can tell when guys are looking for attention or they want attention and stuff like Andy, that. This I is know. not one of those situations, man. You know what he not even said that caught my attention, too, about Trevor Daly? He's like, listen, man, I've moved on, man. It's a long time ago. He had a great NHL career. He's respected by his teammates, respected by the teams he played for. Sidney Crosby wins the Stanley Cup. First person he gives the cup to, Trevor Daly. Yeah. Like, that tells you all you need to know about this guy. So what he, are you playing? He, so he's not grandstanding here looking for some not type of – and if he was, man, you can almost understand if he was based on the shit that he had to he deal with as a young kid. Could you imagine your son or daughter, man, at that age going to play junior hockey and having the coach talk to him like that, dude? Yeah, and he's like the leader of the team too, and you're getting it's – it's, it's really weird. It truly is. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Weird situation. And it's still getting brought up, and I'm glad that he – Kind of brought it back to light a little yeah. bit. I don't, you know, like. So we I, if we need be, our best players playing for USA. Exactly. And we want everybody feeling comfortable when they go yeah. to Michigan to play for that national team development program. And if he's at that level, he should have that opportunity to go play and, and represent his country, man. And you know what? Like, I don't know if this is going to blow up or not, but we're probably going to, we're going to post it. Mm-hmm. What he said, he said it. You know what I mean? We're going to post it. So I don't know. That's going to affect USA Hockey or not, but you know we got to yeah. ask him about John Van Beesbrook, yeah, and what what his 
you know, his current And it wasn't the purpose mindset. of us having him on by any no, means. No, but dude. it's a, also everything. Mm-hmm. Terry David been through a lot, you know, played a long time. And yep. so he's a smart man. He works with Kyle Dubas. He works mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. He's living down in Florida. He's got an interesting story. Yeah. That's why we get him on. Mm-hmm. So... Just weird, man. Beezer didn't and like he reach a, out to him from like, a biracial me biracial family. He talks about yeah. his mom being white and stuff like yeah. that, man. Like, and how he, difficult that was. Yeah. you know, hanging out yeah. with different kinds of friends yeah. with the white. It's just different cultures. Yeah, like it's that's how it I is. I just can't imagine as a coach, man, like ever talking to your players like that. I dude. never heard coaches even know anything. I, I don't know why he hasn't really responded to yeah to it and like spoken it's odd. openly. It's odd. I just know how a lot of people who I've come across and like you've gotten to know Cam like years later they if it even took that long they would reach out and be like man I, I fucked up it was wrong I'm sorry you know what I mean yeah. but I never an apology I wonder why he hasn't apologized I don't know we is, he, to, is he trying to say he didn't do it we might have to get him on have we tried to get him? Oh, on? we tried to get him on. And what I he think, say? I think. Well, he, he's he's been open to coming on. We just haven't he's really necessarily been now. able to schedule it. He's probably going to want to now. But I think he should have to address this. Dude. I agree. And like, otherwise, we're not, we're not reaching for that. Like, yeah. that's just daily telling us. Hey, we had to ask him. And any kid that sends their son to go play for the national team development program should want him to address it too. Like, what? What's like? Who? I agree. Like whether you're white or black, doesn't even matter. I agree. Like what, what? Like you're running it. So what? What happened there? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Can this? Hopefully, this doesn't happen again. How do we yeah. know? Right. This is not going to happen again. Right. I do want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Have you changed? Because if you have, I give people second chances. We just talk about that. Yeah. Everything's everything's different. You know, not everything's mm-hmm. the same. Doing coke and filming it's different than beating up your girlfriend and throwing her in a trunk or blah 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 blah. Like everything's different. Throwing her in the trunk. Well, didn't Voyanov kind of do that? He threw her in the trunk? I think so. Something like that. I think Ray Carruth did that one. Maybe. Remember him? Maybe Ray Carruth. The football there player. There's some hardcore cats, dude. <laughs> did he like, it was like a drive-by shooting. And terrible tragedy because his uh, girlfriend was pregnant with his oh, baby. God, I don't even know yeah. if the baby survived. How about the girl from Eureka? My little town. They went, you went to high school with us. I don't remember her, but... She burns in a fire with her four kids and three dogs. And everybody in Eureka is like, whoa, it's her ex-boyfriends. It's her ex-husband that did it. No, this is suspicious. They're suspicious because how the fire accelerated so fast. Mm-hmm. There's all the suspicion. And it turned out she committed suicide and how, killed her how kids. How do they know? Because she left a note. Oh, she did? And there's accelerant underneath her bed. She put her kids on the fucking... What does that mean? Uh, gas, a, a fire accelerant, gas, mm-hmm. whatever. Would she probably took the gas? Dumped so, it. how many kids? Four beautiful little kids. Like how old? <laughs> Two, four, five. She six. was in your mm-hmm. class. You know I her. I don't remember her, but Kate remembered her, okay. and a lot of my and buddies. So she had do. a dog in the car. Or Three in the house dogs too? and four dogs, kids, dude. and she committed murder suicide. Wow, it's unbelievable. And they're blaming the the ex boyfriend. Did he they, did he get he's investigated? Like, what the fuck are you talking to me? Did he for? get arrested? So she's got a she's got two kids with one guy, two kids with another guy. She's so, going through depression, and there's lawyers and stuff like that. And I people are siding with the with her. And, and and chirping, it's like it's the it's the guy's fault that put her in this situation. What? Maybe they didn't help the cause. So with stuff. He, has he been exonerated? Like, yeah, they have for now. So she did it, dude. Were any of the kids his? 
Yes, two of them were. Really? Yes. And the other, she had a boyfriend with two kids and an ex-husband with two kids. So who and there's litigation accusing? going on. Who are they accusing? The well, they just, or the everybody just went right to those guys and said, this is, and, and, and I both, believed it. And they're both, okay. I believed well, it. Because I'm like, this, little, this, this, this poor woman with yeah. her four babies, she killed herself and her kids, dude. Mm-hmm. Lit them all on fire. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. That bitch is going to hell. I'm sorry. I don't care where you are upstairs. You need help. Don't get me wrong. But you kill your fucking kids too? <sighs> Weird, man. Weird. Mm. That was fucked up. When I read that, dude, the next day, people are calling in the show like, dude, Cam. I go, oh, my God. And now everybody back in Eureka is like, whoa, boy. Because, you know, you read everything from the Eureka peeps and whatnot. They're like, this is, no, there's something more to where it. Where are you reading all this? Just, you guys just have pe- like a- Just like people that I know that went to school with me oh. and her are like, this is da-da-da-da. And I'm like, damn, 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 damn. I'm just trying to mm. get everything organized and what, and what to talk about on the show. And all of a sudden I read that she left a note and she killed her and her four precious, cute little babies. Dude, mm-hmm. It makes me fucking want to cry. God awful. Damn. Mental illness right there, but, you know- I'm not, I don't feel sorry. I fuck her. Fuck you. I don't know. Sorry to be so depressing. I'm my bad dude, on that. You just completely no. I'm sorry. Just... Was it a buzzkill? My bad. I'm I'm sorry. But damn, dude. I don't know. That was fucked up. You know what I mean? God damn. So, mm-hmm. did you see that fucking twenty six foot anaconda they found on Amazon? Did you see how fast it was going? No, it was not going fast. It was just sitting no, there. No, I saw a chilling. snake that was going like. I mean, thirty miles an hour, dude. Mm, they probably, I, I wouldn't. They, they're, they're pretty chill. This thing was a twenty-six footer, and where it's like find a new it? species down in the Amazon. Like where? In a river in the Amazon. Did you probably, see that eight? That, Brazil. that eight-ton elephant. Yeah. You don't need to one-up me on different <laughs> things. Like you could add on to this story. This is unique and different. It's a twenty-six footer. What is the big, normal size? Not that big. This is like breaking records. So what's and it's the, a new species that really? they found. Yes, it's very interesting. Listen, the Amazon jungle is like the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. They don't know shit about what's going on in the Amazon jungle. Still, mm-hmm. they don't. So how There's did, things that they find all the so time. So they're normally how long? This is 26. 10 to 15, what? maybe. This yeah. is twice the size. Yeah. And it was just cruising around. Yeah, in the bottom of this five-foot water, just creeping. How old was it? Don't know. How so, old do those things live for? Andy, it was, to, to it would clear. eat you so fast. It, would, it wouldn't even have to unlock his jaw to get mm-hmm. your little ass. Did you see the mountain lion who was shot at by that guy? I don't know, Andy. The mountain lion, it was coming and it was ready to, to charge. I don't even know if he hit the mountain lion. Do you think that the... They're skittish. You could scare them could off. Could Verispray work on a mountain yeah. lion? Yeah, I would say yes. Mountain lions are skittish. They're skittish. So you got to protect, but if it's protecting its babies. What would scare you the most if you ran into face-to-face a hyena? Well, you A wild a, boar? It, no. Hyenas, they come in packs and they're in Africa. So you're not going to run into one of those, okay? Are you positive you're, about that? But if you... Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wild, you are hey, fucking ignorant. All right, wild boar? Shit. Wild boar? Wild boars are scary too, man. Those are overpopulated down in Texas and whatnot. Arizona. And you could ha- people, hire people Utah, to go kill them. Utah, Arizona. You could, you could kill them. They mess up your fucking ground, dude, New so Mexico. bad. They breed like fucking mice and rabbits, and they're just overpopulated, and they tear up everything. Really? But they'll kill you. A lot of kings back in the day would go boar hunting with their crew and get killed because you don't see it coming. It'll charge at you, and it's got husk, really? and it'll tear you up and kill you. Yes. Dude. But they're overpopulated. They tear up your land so bad. So you go, you hire people in helicopters, go down like, blah, 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 blah. Seriously? They put bombs out in the middle of fields, and they'll explode and kill everything. Yeah, they're crazy. So boar... 
I mean, I, you still got to be wary of it. Uh, a mountain lion's going to see where you're at. You're not going to know it's there unless you get too close, and then you're going to have to defend itself. But that mm-hmm. thing will kill you too. But a hyena will fuck you up. A hyena will fuck up a lion. Hyenas are the, the yeah, hardest jaw power going, dude. Hyenas are horrifying. Now, they don't climb trees. They're not going to climb a tree up, so maybe you can get away that way. They're not really swimming too fast like a like a tiger would. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, li- hyenas are hardcore, man. But you're, they're in Africa, dude. You didn't know that? They're hyenas. not here. They're not here. They're in Africa. And only Africa. Yeah. So. It's amazing they never found their way over here. Um, yeah, it just, it did this, you know, horses weren't here until like the 1500s either. United States. I saw they the came over from Spain. Beautiful horse yesterday. Spain. They put them bottom I'd like to get a horse actually. Hell yeah. They're, saw a, the most they're a pain beautiful in the horse ass. yesterday. A pain. If you had a lot of money, I'd have one. If I had a ton of money. Why dude, are they a pain in the ass? Because they're high maintenance as shit. You gotta brush Think them about your, you brush them. No, it just costs money to fucking feed them. And, and, and you have to have a huge stable and you have to have training and all this stuff. Horses cost a shit ton of money every single year. You think year. they're happy when they're in those little stables and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, if you treat them great, yeah. You don't go for need, nice You don't think they need you? more like space? Well, they want to be in there when it's raining at nighttime, but then you take them out, let them roam around. Mm-hmm. Most people that have horses out by me, not by you, but mm-hmm. out by me, they roam and roam I and I saw roam. some horses yesterday. My buddy um, recently had a cow, and they they were like feeding the cow, like, you know, in terms of nutrients, grass-fed and cow and whatever. They bring the cow, and then there's a company that comes, <laughs> puts it down. Takes it yeah. away and then brings back slaughters it. Brings back the food, the meat. Okay, and then you eat all of it. You put it in your freezer. They you named them burgers. Does that make King. you sick to your stomach Kinda, thinking about I don't it? Know. Uh, cows are over. Listen, you, you, I'm thinking I, I, killing a cow and eating the eating the meat doesn't mm-hmm. bother. Thinking me. about having a steak here in the next day. Or so. Good for you, man. Next few weeks. Good for you. Like that doesn't bother me. But you know, we we don't have to deal with hyenas and stuff like that. But we have to deal. There's packs of wolves that'll get you too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Up in, in Montana and whatnot, yeah. and, and in Arizona, there's wolves. Yes, there are. Oh, packs of wolves. Hell Big yeah. time packs of wolves. Yeah. So, but you, it, we know, live in I, Missouri, dude. We don't have that many predators here. We're in a good neutral spot. I in the knew Middle of the a number States. of people who um, would have like uh, dogs that are like half like Malamute, you know, Alaska Malamute, the, half half wolf. Yeah, they'll get half wolf. wolf. You don't know anybody that has a. You do not know anybody that has a dog that's half wolf. Oh yeah, no, you don't. Oh, I knew a bunch of people that did. You are a liar, dude. Dude, I'm serious. No, you don't. It was part wolf, part Malamute. No, no, it wasn't. Dude, people breed wolves with uh, dogs, dude. (laughs) Your buddy had a part wolf. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Oh yeah, where's it at? It was in Arizona. Oh yeah, in his house. I don't know if he was from. Is it in his house? So you had that on a property in his house. In the woods. Did he have like fifty thousand acres? In the woods. Okay, I, I just don't believe you. At all. Oh, dude, it's not unusual that people have dogs that have some percentage of wolf in the <laughs> you dog. You said half wolf. That's well, a fucking maybe monster, three, dude. Maybe a quarter wolf. I don't okay. know. Now dude. you're moving a goalpost again. What? No. Like, you moved the goalpost <laughs> dude, so much. Dude, it was a monster. And he's like, hey, you you know how, my you, buddy's got a half you know, wolf you know, dog. How, you know how big the Malamutes are? They're, they're gigantic. They're huge. They're gigantic. This dog was huge. Is a, is a wolf technically That's, huge? Like, yeah. How big is a wolf? A big, really big. You'll notice the difference between a, uh, a wolf and a dog. And a German Shepherd. Yeah, big time. Twice as big. Really? Yep. Twice as big. Wolves are fucking man. They're they're different. They're different than dogs, man. They're mm-hmm. just different. Okay, they are. So 
um, to have a half dog wolf. Mm-hmm. Like if you had a subdivision, I don't think they would let that go down. Yeah. You'd have to have a ton of acreage. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of, 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 of how that works, but that's, that's not as common as you think. Like we know a lot of people. You really know that many people that have a fucking dog that's half wolf? I don't. It'd be kind of cool to have if I had a shit ton of acreage mm-hmm. and a lot of money. But that does it's not too too common. You know what I mean? You want to invest in my uh like a business that I'm thinking about. I Probably wanna, not. I want I like to invest in this business. I'd like but to your I'd like, business. I'd like I to know. I might open up like a pizza shop or something like that. Okay, Andy. No, I'm serious. Like Andy, the guy that doesn't even eat meat and he's gonna open a pizza. I don't want your fucking pizza to be honest with you. You don't want it? The non-meat veggie no, pizza. No, have all, all different types of pizzas, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd eat it, I guess, mm-hmm. but I'm not getting. I'm seeing some of these like places, like these Instagram accounts from like Philadelphia, Connecticut, dude. Just, I mean, just pumping out Instagram stories and whatever. They gotta be, they gotta be doing really well, dude, with their res- with their restaurants. Uh, owning a restaurant's the most difficult it's thing. A tough to own, business. Dude. I am not playing that game. I don't want to be anything to do with it. I don't have anybody working right now. Yeah. No one wants to work. No one wants to clean dishes up. Yeah, they want to be the bartender maybe mm-hmm. and make a little bit more money or the manager. But who's who's fucking doing the dirty work? Hard to fuck. Not to mention the chefs and the cooks. If you have one day of fucked up food mm-hmm. and people get sick or they didn't like it, they ain't coming back. No. Like like it's it's such a difficult business. It's hard to do. So tip of the cap to the guys that have successful restaurants, man, because it's of the not – an easy thing to do, tip but Andy the, will do it. It's all the, good. Tip of the cap. All right, let's get to uh, Trevor Daly. Yeah. Eh? Brought to you by First Form, firstform.com, baby. Use right that here. link, firstform.com slash Cam and Strick. I've been finding Cam the last few weeks because he's been putting cups here on the uh, table yeah, that do not represent. I got you. I figured you'd be yeah, happy about that I was that very today. happy about it. You know, you know, I told you Turn I it around a little bit no, so I, get that P in there. It. in the. Uh, so show the people, will you? Right. Right there, baby. And, uh, describe it for the people. Like what it's is it? just, it's what it's made out of? Like, I don't know. What it's made of, it's, it keeps everything cold. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I got the new mango. What do you have in there, by the way? Uh, protein shake. Okay. Uh, actually, a level one protein shake. Oh, there you go. You yeah. can have that anytime. Anytime you so want. It's like, it's like, like a meal replacement. It's like lifestyle. Yeah. But I every day I got the new. I did the lemon lime um, hydration packs. Oh, but now I got dude. the fucking mango. Remember mango? We used to talk oh, about yeah. mango lemonade, yeah. baby. The mango, pretty damn good. So I get up and I'm always dehydrated, obviously, especially on a Sunday when I'm barbecuing and I'm drinking Bloody Marys, this, that, and the other. I wake up and I'm like, <laughs> I crush this mango with just a little bit of water, mango. shake it up. Mango. I shake that mug up, drink half of it, put more water in there, dilute it a little more, shake that mug up, drink that. Gets me going a little You're bit. ready to go. Have my fucking vitamin pack, a mm-hmm. little bit of level one with some fruit. And I sip that mug. Stop putting going. the fruit in there, dude. I love the fruit. Love frozen fruit. There's no big deal on that. And I, I just take my forty five minute, forty five minute drive to, uh, to the station every morning. I got my, uh, my, uh, my, uh, my fucking beef sticks mm-hmm. with the cheddar in them. Fantastic. Got some more clothes, by the way. Good. Got my dad some more clothes as well from First Form. Good. He loves it. I, I gave him medium, and he's a large, which now I got to like, oh, I'll, God, I'll I'm an him. idiot. I know. I might as well give him to you. Yeah. So that's my routine in the morning. But yeah. that I've hydration actually, I actually pack, have some large stuff that I'll give you. We'll trade it out. I need double X. Well, you give it to your dad. Okay. I yeah. can do that. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Make that happen. But uh, first um, four, man, that gets I, my day I, going. It I gets get my day the, going. I get the, the fruits and the greens. I like yeah. that multi-factor vitamin, man, so I feel healthy. Collagen. Skin looks good. The collagen's very, very, very good for you, dude. I like the bars, the energy drinks, too. The Ignition. energy drinks are here. 
the ignition, which you take after you pump at, it after up. After you pump it up. Pump it up. Pump it up. Hit that ignition, baby. Mm-hmm. It refuels everything. I think we're due get for your a workout there. I know. It gets your fucking pump a lot better, man, mm-hmm. when you have that ignition after you get a fucking pump session. Pump it up. You know. Damn this, good. This summer, I'm really going to take advantage of the first form and start working out there. In a yeah, I got to do a... I'm going on a vacation in May. Where are you going? Bahamas with Mike. Oh, are you? My buddies flying us down. Nice. Huge party, yeah, for his wife. They got it all set up, taking care of everything. Is so it her I birthday? Look good. What's that? Yeah, her birthday. Good for you, dude. Yeah. Huge plane out of spirit flying oh down God. there. It's going to be really Straight cool. Straight to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. I'll see if I can and like, make it. I love it because um, I don't like going places where I'm not in control. But these pe- the people we're going with are great. Mm-hmm. But like there's only a couple of times where we're going to dinner and stuff. So you're on your own. I don't like going. That's why I don't ever go to like bachelor parties. Yeah. Don't even fucking invite me mm-hmm. to a bachelor party unless it's right down the road. I ain't going. Mm-hmm. I don't like hanging out with 10 swinging dicks. Yeah. I don't know the guys on bachelor parties. You always, you know, maybe one or two guys, but then the other guys you don't know because it's this guy and his cousins with this guy, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you always have that one dipshit that's loud, that can't hold his fucking booze, and he's embarrassing, and I can't deal with that mm-hmm. shit. I don't like walking in 15 swinging dicks at places anyway. You want to go to strip clubs with 15 swinging dicks? Go fuck yourself. Don't even You don't want to go to the waste management? Fuck no. That's not my jam, dude. It's not my jam. I get why people do that. Mm-hmm. And there's still chicks down there if you want to wheel them. Don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of swinging dicks. And I just don't like hanging out with that many people in bachelor parties. So just don't invite me. No big deal. Yeah. It's all good. I just don't go to those. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's not a bachelor party? No, it's just a birthday party. But how, a legit, how old is she? I think 50. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a 50th birthday party. My 40th is coming up in April. Should I do yeah. something? Yeah. I think you should. should I have a party? Have a party, dude. Should I do something? You, yes. got that, you got all that backyard space. I don't think our house is still set up to have a party. What time? Party when, when's your birthday? April 15th. Oh, tax day. Tax day, yeah. I always sucked as a kid when my parents oh my always kind of stressed out for tax day, you know, <laughs> and then I, it's my birthday, but you're stressed yeah. out over that. But it's yeah. all good. Um, so I don't know. I might do something. I think Kate might have something set up. Good. Um, but if you try to surprise me, I'm probably going to find out. So Maybe just not. let me in on it so you I can kind of like A-OK You may know, it. you may not. You know how weird I am about that stuff? Because I, I like the A-OK things, yeah, okay. you know? Yeah, A-OK. You know what I mean? Um, the Illinois Recovery Center is A-OK, buddy. Well, a couple cats in the... That one dude might need it, man. Rizika? Yeah, he might need it, dude. Mm-hmm. In fact, he probably does. Okay. How do you know if they need it or not? Oh, well, if I, if I talk to him... I posted something goofy on Insta story the other day of me half naked with Hulk Hogan, whatever. I don't know why I was having a couple of beers. Why'd you do that? Dude? I don't know. You always I always post pictures from like years ago. Well, you, what, do you think I dressed like Hulk Hogan yesterday in Nottingham? <laughs> it all came the, out of nowhere. All it was the, very confusing. Well, that, it's not confusing at all. I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing that more because I reached more people with that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And you know what happened? They think it's now. No, they don't. They're like, that's all. I reach out to Nottingham people. They're like, I remember this. This was the coolest day. I remember this like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. You could tell us that's not me yesterday. Yeah. Like, figure it out, Andy. And who are you kidding with fucking all your fucking posts? <laughs> God, you <laughs> and your wife. It took you that long to say that. But, but I did that. and I, had I so don't many, post that much. I, I had my wife or I had people reach out to me. Mm-hmm. And, and for some reason, they reached out to me about hardcore things. And this guy reached out from North Dakota, man. And I go, just call me. And it was just one of those things where that popped up. He saw it. He's like, fuck Cam's blah, blah, blah. And he just got a hold of me. He's like, Cam, I need help. Can you talk to me? What do you mean? Because of the Hulk Hogan? Yeah, just because 
it's weird how the algorithm works. We post something about, mm-hmm. you know, Trevor Daly or something like that. Maybe it'll reach a little, but if I post a picture of me, it just reaches so many more people for some reason. Mm-hmm. Whether you like the post or not, it reaches so many. So, so many people are reaching out to me and random people. And I just, this guy called me, man. And I talked to him for 40 minutes on a Sunday morning. And I fucking tried to help him as mm-hmm. much as I can. And I think at the end of the conversation, he was in a better spot. Okay. So I looked at that post. Maybe it was a little cringy. I looked at it like, I helped somebody out yeah. because of that. And they got a hold of me. Um, so You put a post on YouTube and somebody said cringe. Remember? Oh, the yoink one. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, you nerd. Cringe. Cringe. <laughs> no, there's a lot more cringy things Well, that's cool that. you're doing that, man. And, yeah. And uh, that we have listeners from South Well, we have a lot of random photos I'm going to post because they're funny, man. Yeah. I got some good stuff. And if it gets that many more people to look at it, and people are reaching out to you and asking questions and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you might as well do it. 800-743-0971. Yep. Illinois Recovery Center right there in Swansea, Illinois. 800-743-0971. Eric Conley and uh, Chrissy Pondoff yes. both been through hell and yeah. back. They, they are gonna, they got a bed waiting for you, a yeah. comfortable, yeah. huge, lovely bed. And if you need help getting into you just message me. And message I'll message yeah. either one of us, yeah. and I'll get you a hold of those guys. You just want to shoot the shit with me for a little bit, man. I'll talk to you. I'll mm-hmm. reach out to you. I do got the international plan, so you don't need to call me on fucking now WhatsApp. He, now he does. I'll give you my... I had it the whole time. Didn't know. Oh, really? I had it the whole time. I had it since Nottingham. <laughs> so you guys, I'll call you if you're in Canada. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll get a hold of you so you don't have to fucking try to reach out to me on um, on uh, WhatsApp or whatnot. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's all good, baby. Whatnot. You know, I did hang out, give Reed Lowe and Tony Twist a shout out to hung out with them over the weekend, raise a bunch of money for Dog Nation, oh, which helps out people that have been through tough times. A couple of guys have been paralyzed. Mm. A couple of guys did this. A couple of guys did that. And we raised like 50,000 bucks really? in one fucking, yeah, one little event with Reed Lowe and Tony Twist. Wow. Pretty cool stuff, man. Yeah. They're crying. Like, they, you can just feel the emotion on the people families. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Wow. Lozi, you're doing a damn good job, you big fucking lug. You're doing a damn good job. We we'll brought the house out. down, dude. He and I brought the house down. Where? I did an interview with him on the Jumbotron brought the at house the... Down. No one watches inter- the Jumbotron. No, at the but dude, it was like he had been having a good time. There was oh, so much energy man. in the building that night because McDavid was here. Yeah. It was a fun game. Yeah. And dude, we brought the house down. Like every, everyone was talking about it. Like they loved the interview. Like we just went like He's we, good. we He's a good interview. we went crazy a little bit. But it well, was uh, no, we kind of both did. But I kind of like led him to be crazy. I, I was feeling, I was picking up on his vibe, Cam, and like where did he you let him talk. Where he was at, I let him talk. A so you got bit. there in time, but he, yeah, I did this time. Because Andy usually doesn't like when other people talk. So I was wondering how that back and forth went. <laughs> no, he was good. Yeah. Brett Myers is calling me. Oh, good. It's my guy, man. Yeah. He's been through hell and back, too. Right. Read his book, Painkiller. Check that yeah. out. And listen to the episode we had him on. Hold One on, of let me best, dude. Hold on. Yo, I'm doing a podcast. Let me call you right back, homeboy. Sounds good, bud. Right on. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and he listens, too. So that's oh, yeah. Cool. Big shout hey, out Brett Myers. Big lefty, Brent motherfucker. Myers. Hey, um, again, 800-743-0971. Cam and at Bellman Automotive, you get no one. Swinging dicks. You're getting no swinging dicks, mm-hmm. and that is a good thing. No one wants that. Nobody. You're comfortable there. Your wife's comfortable there. They don't rip you off. Your credit score, you're fine. They'll sell you a damn car without creeping everybody out. Buick GMC on one side of the street, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on the other side. Man, I could think of a nice car to drive around today when it's 80 degrees outside. Yeah, I might take the top off the Jeep. You've never done it. 
Yes, I have. I've never seen you Dude, with the I've top took down. The, I had the, Dude, I, you are afraid to drive it with the top down. You told me that. No, I just don't drive on the highway with it. Remember? Well, how do you think I got to that point? Because I did it. Mm-hmm. So I've been driving these Jeeps for a while now. Like once every three months, they'll give me another one. Yeah. And I took, the, I took the doors off one time. and It kind of took a while, so I kept them off. And I did drive on the highway a couple times, and it freaked me out. Mm. But that's me because I got vertigo or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a lot better. Just what so not? You know. Someone chirped you on YouTube for saying whatnot over all. Over, no, over was, and over that, again. So I think you're saying whatnot. Now I'm catching. Now I'm catching on to. No, I'm catching on to. I didn't know what Andy, he was talking Andy about. He hangs out so with a now, bunch of women, and he literally goes through and goes through people's social media, and they all get together like a bunch of crows, and they laugh and they chirp. What's going? That, that's what he does. Like that's what he notices. Hey, some woman at the Creepcore Racket Club when they're all having their conversation probably said I said what not too much, so he has to bring. So it up. on the Steve Larmer episode on YouTube, he said it a somebody. Lot. Oh, was it him they were talking yeah, about? Yeah, then I said it one time in a question. I think, yeah. I don't know. That, well, now you're clips. saying it a lot in this episode, well, so I thought it maybe, ties shit together. maybe it was about you and whatnot. See, now you're doing it. Now you're doing oh, it. you catch on to that. Now you're doing it. Say hi to Danny boy. Danny, what's up, homie? And Dale. Dale, God dang it. Kenny. Kenny, the fuck you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody gets approved at Bellman. Yeah, they do. And they want your uh, used car, too. So if you have a used car, take it in. They'll buy it from you. Give you top dollar. Yeah, man. They've got something for everybody, man. Get yourself some new wheels in time for the spring, baby. Spring's coming, dude. Dude, the spring is here. Mm, Are we done with the cold weather? Maybe. maybe. You said it's going to drop 50 degrees? Yeah, it's, it's going to be 40 degrees. It's going to be 80 tomorrow and then 40 Wednesday. That's and that, 40 degrees. So 84 and then 40, it's mm-hmm. going to get lower than that. Is it? Yeah, yeah. So it's going to drop like 45, 50 degrees, and that's going to cause a bunch of storms. Yeah. So we're going to see a bunch of storms coming in. Okay. It's okay. okay. Just have it head on a swivel. Yeah. That's all. Don't head be on aloof. a swivel. Don't be aloof and be like, I don't know what's going on with the world. Yoink. And then, you know, all of a sudden you get rocked and your kids aren't in the basement. Just just keep, keep an eye out. We're in Missouri, baby. That's where we're at. You know? Episode 279, Trevor Daly. Yeah, yeah. Fueled by First Form, baby. Yoink. Yoink. The Canvastrick Podcast is brought to you by First Form, baby. Use our link and do it today. www.firstform.com slash Strick. Get jacked now. They are the real deal. Get that protein. Check out the apparel. Eat those bars and drink those energy drinks. Firstform.com slash Strick. Yeah. Now on to the interview. Look at those palm trees. Look at those palm trees in the back. Looks nice, dude. Where you at? You at home? You at home right now? You on the uh, you on the back porch or what? No, yeah, I'm at home. We got uh, uh, we got hit by the storm pretty good. I'm in Southwest Florida, so we're uh, the house the house still ain't made up right yet. So for quietness, you got to go outside to to have quietness around here. Wait, are you talking from like a year ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, Damn. Otter got rocked too. Are you close to him? Yeah, I'm not far. Otter's uh, about 10, 15 minutes from me. Okay. So yeah. did your house flood, or was it just the consistent wind? Like, what was it? No, I had I had seven feet. I live on the water, so I had seven feet of surge on my first level. Oh, God. That was Damn. crazy, man. So, hey, yeah. when, that, when that all receded, were you like, okay, let me go in my house. Let me <laughs> check every crevice. For one of those goddamn gators coming at you, man. <laughs> you find any your closet under your bed or anything? No, no, good thing here. No gators. I'm on that salt water, so we don't uh, get to see too many gators. But um, and we 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 left through the storm. Right? Like we were we were only been here for a year prior, so 
my wife said, um, if there's, if there's anything bad, we're just gonna get out of here. So we, we took off for it. We weren't around. Hey, we just hit record and we just roll. Yeah. Cam thinks you're in Gainesville in the swamp, dude. Like he 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 thinks there's like gators. No, there this is. This guy's on saltwater. Well, there's still water, crocs baby. out down there too. No, that could happen. That's not. It could happen. You're right. You're right. You're right. It could it's happen. Yeah, it's, this video. It's not like I don't see gators and you you see them along the side of the road, but where I am, you don't see too many. Uh, like in the water that I'm at. What made you settle it, down there? What made you settle? What made you settle down in Florida? You know what, man? We we were we thought we'd always go back to Dallas when I was done. And um I love the water, I love boating, so I was just like, let's just let's just try it, see what it's like. And um we rented a place during COVID. Everything was open here and we just we haven't left. So it's uh it's been nice. Yeah. Yeah, DeSantis kept that bad boy open. Everybody flocked yeah. down there during COVID, man. They're still everything. flocking no. down there. Hey, there was no COVID in Florida. I'll tell nope. you that much. <laughs> it didn't hit. It didn't hit Florida, did it? <laughs> it hit Florida. Was it really yeah. like that, man? Like, because the whole rest of the country got rocked. Canada, I think they just opened the doors like last week yeah. in Canada. So in Florida, it was like you, you could do anything you wanted throughout the whole. Like, were were businesses shut down or no? No, nah, man. It was when we got here. Like, uh, I was playing in Detroit when. Uh, at the time when COVID started, we went up right away, went up to our lake house up in the UP, just on the Canadian side in Sault Ste. Marie. And we spent a few months up there and we were just like, we need to, you know, we, we need to get out of here and get back to the States. So we ended up coming to Florida and it was like a different world, <laughs> to be honest with you. I know. It was nothing, nothing, everything with the, like, I went to hockey every day with the kids. I, I started skating again um, to see if uh, if I was ready to retire, and it was uh, yeah, it was crazy, man. They're like Trevor, you're faster than you were before COVID. You're better than everybody else who's locked down for Where, eight months. Where'd you develop the skill? <laughs> Nobody else been skating for a year. This guy's like training no every shit. single day. Yeah, and people are working and stuff like. <laughs> hey, what kind of boat you got? You got a center console down there? Not no, I'm I'm in. Uh, I lost mine during the storm, and I haven't replaced it yet. So. Um, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the market. You know, anybody who's got any a shit ton dude. of people look around and throw a rock. You'll hit one, dude. You know <laughs> what I mean? Scared. I'm just scared. I might buy one that was sunk already. <laughs> well, you got to do your homework on it. You know what I, I mean? Know. You got to have a boat down there though, dude. Did your interns yeah, you know take what? care of you? We, we coaching right now. Like literally like my, you can see on my dock, like there's still my seat that, 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 that sunk in the storm. I haven't even got that out of yet. Oh, really? So, it's tough to get anybody to work down here, guys. It's it's a it's a grind down here. <laughs> yeah, Damn. they'll they'll rip you off, man. That's like that everywhere too, by the way. Even with handymen and all that shit, like they oh. just no one's working anymore. No one's working anymore. Hey, those insurance companies probably got rocked though. Like, well, is insurance the rates for insurance just like skyrocket? You must pay a shit ton of insurance. I, I mean, it's it, it, honestly it, it it wasn't that bad after, and the insurance. I mean. You don't get covered anything under 14 feet. Um, under anything under 14 feet is not covered. The, the storm was was 13 feet. Wow. <laughs> it's like these insurance companies, they know something you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they've been through it before. You know, <laughs> they built the houses too. God dang, man, <laughs> they do everything. So, man, where are you from, man? You're from like Toronto. You're yeah, from the city the of Toronto. Like, where where are you from exactly? Uh, right downtown Toronto, Regent Park area. 
Dude, I hear about that, man. Like, like that is that's a that's that's like more of like a urban area you'd find in in the states, right? It's it's you got to watch your back a little bit in a town like that, right? It's projects, yeah, yeah. This projects. It's it's. Um, I mean, it, it's changed a little bit since um, they they've uh, really Toronto's changed a lot, especially the East End, that end. Um, but yeah, but it, back then it was it was the real deal. Yeah, gun violence, gang violence, lots. drug war, lots. Yeah, yep. lots of that. Yep, I get you. See, Cam and I were talking about that today. Like, yep. Because I was reading, like, Canada has the second most, like, gun crimes of all the countries in the world, man, behind the United States. Like, it's hard to believe. You think it's, yeah. like, was it bad when you were growing Is it worse now? Like, like it is here? Like, in St. Louis, man, you can't even, like, walk down the street no. to your car sometimes, you yeah. know? I think it's way worse now. You, you Back then, like, the, you kind of had, like, when you're from the streets, you had, like, a form of respect for, like, others. I don't think these kids respect anybody, and nobody's afraid to... To, to to pull the trigger anymore, man. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's 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 crazy out there. It's a crazy world we live in. Hey, what other NHL players uh, come from your area? I mean, I hear about all the players from Scarborough and stuff, but what I about your there, area? There's only, to be honest with you, I was actually. It's funny you said that. I was thinking about that today. There's only one, um, Glennie Metropolitan. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. All right, he played in St. Louis for a bit, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had a little cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. He's over in uh, he's in Switzerland coaching right now. I talked to him actually a couple of days ago, so he's doing well. You guys the same age? He's a seventy six or seventy seven. Yeah, he? He's a little older than me. Yeah, he's a little older than me. So, like, what'd your mom and dad do growing up? My mom, uh, my mom had a few different jobs. My dad was he he was around, but he didn't really provide too much. My mom was the the big provider and grandparents and um families and and buddies to be honest with you um my buddies having good friends you grew up in like in you know urban neighborhoods like that you better have good friends because there's so much you could get into i remember you know some of my friends every day they'd have new pairs of shoes and and i was like how do i do that and you know my friends were you ain't gonna you're gonna play hockey and do that one day so um my friends honestly it's there's a you know, as, as great as my parents that I I had with my mom and, you know, grandma, grandpa, I mean, when the streets come calling, you, you better have some good friends. So they had new shoes. Were they slanging, making that extra coin? <laughs> they were doing their thing. Yeah. No, I get you. Well, it's, I mean, that's what the problem, like, they grow up, mm-hmm. like, you can make, it's a lot easier to make a lot of money real quick. And yeah. the girls like it when you have money at a young age. So why work yep. at Subway and do it the right way? You know? I got a lot of pairs of shoes now. <laughs> you did it the right way, damn yeah. right. So how'd you get into hockey then? I know it's Toronto and it's Canada, so it's just kind of a way of life, but were a lot of kids in your neighborhood, like, were they playing hockey or were you like an outlier from that standpoint? You know, so we played a, we played a lot of hockey down in uh, the city because we had a lot of outdoor rinks. Um, so a lot of guys played, but none of them played competitively because no one could afford to play competitively. Like, it was, um, you know, a cost, you well, Geez, you see how much it costs now to play this game. It's it's ridiculous. Um, but back then, a lot of my friends weren't. They couldn't afford, you know, to have gear. Like if they were lucky, they had skates that, you know, the recreational center provided. And we had some really really good hockey players. I wasn't even close to one of the best ones growing up because there's so many good players. But um, I was a fortunate one that, you know, grandma and grandpa and 
you know, I had the village that, that, that helped me play. So um, I, I got lucky. I really did. Well, you figured it out pretty quick because when I played against you in, in juniors, man, you had the damn puck the whole time. Like, who is this handsome son of a bitch <laughs> dominating the game? I'm trying to catch you with hits. You're jive, ducking and jiving me. I'm like falling on the boards like a jackass. There's no way Cam wore shoulder pads when he played. Look at those things. They still he still looks like he's got a pair of shoulder pads on. Well, I'm on testosterone now, so I like gained forty pounds. <laughs> that was fun though, man. Did you like the Sioux? Like every time man, I went up there, it's like God, it's cold, dude. Like, was it fun? It, it, it was the greatest, honestly, the greatest four years of my life. When I look back, man, it was. Uh, you know, you remember back then when guys were like, I got to go to the Sioux and, you know, be, me being a city boy. Um, I remember when, you know, draft day, my, the, the Sioux said, if I was there, they were going to pick me. And my mom kind of looked at me. She's like, you know, it's the farthest possible way you could go. And <laughs> I was, you know, I was, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I'd never been to Sioux Samory before that. Um, and sure enough, they draft me and my mom was just like, oh no. <laughs> But um, it was honestly, it, it was the greatest four years of my life um, for hockey. It it kind of made me the person I am, and I think I needed to at the time to get out of the city too, which which was big for me. Um, it, it, I I met my wife there, and you know I still go back there every summer and spend all my summers back there. So it's it's it, it, that place means a lot to me. So man, were you like a phenom coming up? Like when did you know you were good? You know, like to be able to make a career out of it, at least get to junior, you know, like, and, and, you know, have that experience. Um, I think so when I was going, when I was, uh, coming or going into high school, um, I played basketball a lot. I was, I was actually, well, I thought I was a really, I'm one of those guys that talks. I used to be a really good basketball player. Yeah, that's year. what I say too. I say that all the and time. football and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I, I, I had to make a decision. Uh, my mom was like, if you, you know, want to pursue basketball, you're going to miss a lot of hockey or, you know, vice versa. So you better decide which one you wanted to do. And I remember going into high school, I had an opportunity to go to Eastern Commerce, um, which a lot of the Canadian basketball guys went to and um, coming out of junior high. So um, I remember my mom, like, what are you going to do? You're going to play basketball, you're going to play hockey because now you need to decide. So um, I remember talking to my uncle who, my well, my uncle's the reason why I played hockey. Um, growing up as my mom's brother, <laughs> I asked him. I was like, Don, you know, what should I do? Should I pursue hockey? Or mom's making me decide. And he was like, Well, he's like, you're good at basketball, but you're not very tall. And he, he was like, you're really good at hockey, but you're black. <laughs> I was like, I'm like. Thanks for the help, dude. <laughs> yeah, you, you made the right decision, man. I mean, making the NBA has got to be the most difficult damn thing going, you know. Uh, yeah, especially if you're not that that tall, too. So yeah. I had I had I had two things not really great going for me at the time. But, yeah, I think I made the right decision. Did that affect you? Like being black, playing in a predominantly white sport? Like, did you take a lot of heat? We Of course, we know what happened in Sioux, but. Growing up and things like that, was it tough to deal with? Yeah, I mean, like, listen, I have a I have a white mom uh, and a black father. I'm half um, um, Jamaican, half uh, white Canadian. So, um, it, it, you know, you got it from both angles because 
you know, the, the black guys knew you were a light skinned dude, so they didn't like you. And then, you know, the, the white people knew you were black. <laughs> so it, it, it was, it, it wasn't fun, but at times, but my mom always, you know, she always taught me to, you know, in hockey, you definitely, you gotta be better than everybody. You know, you gotta prove that you belong and prove that you're, you're better than everybody. And, and, um, that's kind of the mindset I, I had growing up and, you know, you look back at it now and you're just like, why did I have to do that? You know, like I have, um, I have kids that look like me and that are in hockey and I don't ever want to tell him he's got to prove himself because the color of his skin, I just find that crazy. But, um, you know, it's just, it's sometimes it's the world we live in today, which is, you know, it is what it is. You gotta, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do to get by. But, um, yeah, it, for me, it, it was, you know, I dealt with a lot of racism as a young kid and then, you know, obviously, uh, into junior as well too. So like, were there other black players that you were growing up playing with, like that you could at least like have by your side, you know, that you're, that you're hanging out with and, and that you're at the rink with, you know, man. So you didn't feel that isolated. So to be honest, um, growing up, I didn't have too many, um, other black hockey players to play alongside. Um, when I went home was like, it was when I hung around, you know, um, black people. And then when I was at hockey, I hung around white people. <laughs> it was just, it, it was just a way of life. Like I had a white mom, black father. It didn't really, to me, it didn't really make a difference. But, um, you know, when you, when I, when you asked me when I got to junior, um, I played with the, the late great Ray Emery. And, um, that was the first time I ever got a chance to, to play with another black guy. And I remember when Razor, he came late to the team, our first year junior. And right away, I was like, I was like a kid in the candy store. I'm like, you're living with me. And you know, the, when we called him up the, the day we, I remember we went up to, uh, um, Mr. Mayville's office at the time, the GM. And I was like, Mayville, and I was, I had a pretty good first year. So I had a little bit of pull. So I was like, Mr. Mayville, Razor's got to live with me. We're going to live together. And he was like, <laughs> he kind of looked at us and he shook his head and he was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> so, but anyway, we convinced them. And, uh, so me and Razor lived together for a couple of years and it was, uh, it was amazing. It's, uh, you look back now and, you know, you don't have Ray anymore, but, uh, we had some great, great memories. Yeah, man. I love watching him play. Yeah. Hey, listen, when you have a white mom and, and listen, I, I've read the stories about her over the, you know, when you were on yeah. the Stanley Cup, man, super inspiring, you know, you know, I've, you know, felt for you and, and your family at the time man, with everything you guys were going through, but when you needed advice, from a, you know, a life perspective, if you're being, you know, dealing with racism and stuff like that, could you, could you go to her with that type of stuff? Like what type of advice would she give you? And like, was she fully understanding of what you were going through? So, yeah, I think my one, it's, that's a tough question because my mom only had black friends growing up. She grew up in, in Cabbage Town, just outside of Regent Park. And she was, she, she was straight hood too. So, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> it, it was, uh, you know, it's a tough to answer. All of her friends were black. So I think she kind of, she felt a way about it. And I think that's why, you know, with her friends and the way she treated her friends. And then when she, you know, when she had me and she was just so overprotective about it. Um, and like, it was to the point, it was like, mom, I think I'm going to be fine. Like it's, it's, it's going to be good, but um, she was, she was very overprotective and she was always, you know, did they say something? What, what happened? So she, she, she always had her guard up about it. Um, 
um, just, it was just, you know, her upbringing and then my upbringing. So, um, she was, uh, when, when you asked the question, was she somebody I went to? She's the only person I went to. And mm-hmm. she, um, she, she just acted in a way of, of like love. You know what I mean? It wasn't it, what's right or what's wrong. It's like your mind. <laughs> yeah. I'll do whatever I got to do for you. So, um, yes, it, it was her though. She sounds tough, man. She sounds like a tough woman. Did you ever, she, she you would have loved right? it. I bet. I bet I would. Do you, you ever see your dad? <laughs> you ever see your dad anymore? Is he coming yeah, around? I see him a bit. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He's still around. Yeah. Okay. So what about your son now who's playing like and then being around like the whole, you know, youth hockey circuit here in the in the States? Do you think we're past that? You still see you see in diversity with with young hockey players right now with these teams that you're playing against or you the teams that you're coaching or no? You know, it's so we're not past it. It's still it's still out there. I still get phone calls all the time. Um, you still deal with it all the time with kids. Um, I never had to deal with it um, in house personally with with my son or or with anything that I've been through with with my son in hockey the last few years. Um, but when you look around, I mean, we, we were just up in Toronto uh, for the Marley tournament uh, just over Christmas time and you know, the, the ranks were just full and tons, tons of kids. And you look around and you see every walk of life, um, which is, it's pretty cool. Like you're not just seeing, you know, white kids, black kids, you're, you're seeing, you know, Chinese oriental, um, you know, you, you, Indian, you're, you're seeing all, which I think is, is, is the way it should be. You know, they, they do say hockey's for everyone. Um, I say yes if you could afford it. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> but but um, it's uh, it, it is getting better um, in that regards. But we we I don't think we're where we where we should be at all. So I know you're with that um, you know the high, you know hockey diversity alliance man. We've had Chris Stewart on here, and you know I know some of the guys that are in your group and whatever, and and talked to a number of people. Like has has that group in general? Are you happy with the strides that it's made in terms of what the original concept was? And you've got a whole nother group that's under the umbrella of the NHL. You know, like, you know, I'm pretty close to Jamal Mayers and some of those guys that are with that group. Is Has there ever been a thought of bringing everybody together? Is it okay having two separate groups? Like, what, what's the difference between your group and theirs? Like, is everybody after the same thing or no? I mean... Yes, uh, I hope everything, everybody's after the same thing. Um, to answer the first part of your question, what the HTA has done, and and I'm uh, I've been man, I, you know, you got family, and I'm I'm doing some work with with uh, with Pittsburgh. I've been so busy on 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 that stuff. Um, I just I mostly get updates, and I, I try to keep up with what the HTA is doing. And and uh, I was just in in Toronto for over the All Star break there. Um, they had a, had a, a really, really great event that a lot of people showed up for. And, you know, they did their numbers on the amount of kids that they've, um, they've helped since COVID. And, you know, we got to remember, like we started talking, we started this during COVID and, you know, like you said, we talked earlier, um, Canada just got out of uh, COVID protocol like a week ago. Right. So, <laughs> um, I'm just joking. I'm joking. No, 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 I know you're no, saying, no, no. We, 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 yeah. we get it. Okay. <laughs> but um, no. So in the past, uh, you know, year and a half that that they were able to get kids in these rinks and get equipment to these kids and 
and and put like put what we talked about. What, what, what when we, let me tell you this when we when we tried to start this HTA thing, everyone, everyone, everyone was welcome. Everybody was welcome. Everybody was asked. Everybody. I was I, I was one of the first people that 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 were on the chats. Everybody was welcome. We ended with you know six guys, seven guys. We ended with, and that's kind of that that was upsetting to me. Now looking at it and the direction that we're we're all going, I, and everybody has their reasons for not you know not being a part of the HDA for whatever reasons they want. At the end of the day, my reasons were, you know, for what the HDA is doing and what they're about is the to help kids do what what we got to do. And um, you know, if the NHL wants to form a group to do it their way, I mean, great. There's more groups doing it, um, more people doing it. But if there's a time that you know we could combine and make it even better or make it even bigger, if if there's a way, then. At the end of the day, it's about making kids or giving kids the opportunity to do what we did. So, however that looks for me, I'm I'm all for however that looks. Yeah, no, I got you, man. Because yeah, you got Reaver, PK, those guys. You know, they're all on on one side. You got people like yourself and Wayne Simmons and the Stewart brothers, and on the other, you know, do it with a different group. You know, you just wonder like if if everybody like kind of collectively came together, maybe if more progress could be made, but. But I, but I get it, man. I understand exactly what you're saying. It's cool that you're involved and that you're, that you're doing it, man. So, so how much NHL hockey are you watching nowadays, man? You still watch a lot of hockey? Oh man, I, with my job now, it's it's uh it's all day every day. Um, I watch I watch a lot of hockey. I, I I'm just doing some uh, special assignment stuff with with Pittsburgh. So I'm 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 watching Pittsburgh. I'm watching Wilkesbury. Um, I'm watching our prospects, and then you're, you're you're watching some other guys around the league, uh, um, seeing what everybody's doing, and trying to catch up with everybody. So it, it's fun. I'm watching a lot of hockey. So, like, what do you mean you're watching it? Are you traveling there? Are they sending you like games, and you have to sit on your computer? The kids have to go in a different room. You have to sit down and write <laughs> jot down who's doing what. He didn't stop on that play. Like, explain that. Yeah. I, I'm doing yeah more scouting stuff, more kind of looking at. Uh, you know what what some of our prospects are doing uh helping them out that way uh, a little bit of everything it's kind of uh, it's a cool little little job I, I get to stay home i you know i i i told Kyle and i told Spez at the start of this that you know i committed to to my my family for the year and i am i'm coaching my son and um i'm not able and they they were uh obviously me and Spez go back from when we were 9 years old um, we, we started playing against each other and then, um, you know, Kyle, Kyle was our sick boy in, in the Sioux when I was playing there. So, um, there's close, close ties. And then obviously when they end up in Pittsburgh, um, it was, uh, it was like, Hey guys, I want to be a part of this, but here's what I got. Just tell me how I could help. And if I can't help, then I'm still here for you guys. So, um, they're, they're, they're doing a great job. Um, we're struggling a little bit right now, but you guys know how that goes. There's, there's ebbs and flows. And when you're up, you, you better stay up. And when you're down, you got to find a way to get back up. So um, it's yeah. been good. It's been real good. Yeah, man. That's cool, man. That, that Dubas, you guys go back that far. Listen, Pittsburgh is a cool ass organization. I, I will say that, man, we need, 
Pittsburgh to be competitive. I mean, when you look at, you know, who knows how many years you're going to have left with, you know, that core group of players. And then, you know, everything that went down this past week with Yager being there and Mario now being out in front and center and seeing him. I, I just thought, man, from a nostalgic standpoint, it was so cool to see all the OGs from Pittsburgh kind of, you know, front and center and, and, um, and Yager, he's about as cool as it gets. So hopefully Pittsburgh can get it together, man. But how, how, how's Dubis, man? What he, what's he like to work for? And I, I, I've known him for a long t- time, too, man, going back to his days when he was recruiting, you know, 14, 15-year-olds, you know, when he was an agent, you know, trying to find the, the next Sidney Crosby or whatever. So what's it like working for him? Well, I, I tell you, uh, when I – my first day in the, o, in the OHL in the Sioux, Dubis was uh, – he, he was a stick boy then. And it didn't take you long to be like, this kid is a smart kid. <laughs> um, people like look at Doobie and, you know, you, you only been, I remember when he got to the Sioux um, and people were like, he's so young to be a GM. I was like, listen, this kid's been doing this since he was 12 years old. He's not young. You know, what, what GM has been, you know, practicing and working on being a GM when they're 12 years old. That's what Doobie's been do, doing since then. So um, it, it doesn't surprise me to see where he was at. It didn't surprise me in the Sioux. It didn't surprise me in Toronto. Um, it it makes me very happy he's in Pittsburgh now. Um, but he's, uh, he's, he's just so good at what he does. He, he's such a smart kid. He's passionate about the game. He's passionate about being a GM. Uh, not too many guys grow up passionate about being a GM. Doobie's passionate about G- being a GM. He's been that way since he was 12. So um, I, I, I mean, the guys set me up with my wife. So I owe the guy a lot um, on some really? days when I'm, on some days when I'm not happy. <laughs> I, what do you I'm mean? Really, okay, I'm a little mad you? at Doobie, but. <laughs> no, what do you mean he set you up? Yeah. He, he, it's not uh, his he sister, wants- is it? Doobie, Doobie went to school with uh, him and my wife were shared lockers. And I remember asking him, I was like, do you know, uh, do you know what Christy West? He's like, yeah, we're, you know, we share, we, we have locker locker partners. And uh, I was like, go get her number. (laughs) (laughs) Back back in the day, that's how you had to do it. You couldn't look anybody up on Instagram, you know? They got it good now, don't they, these kids? It's way too easy now. They got to do it the old school way and and become a wheel. Hey, back in the day, though, when Doobie's a stick boy, we were like, fucking Doobie, give me that damn stick. And then now you're like, dude. Now you're like, hey, man, uh, sorry about that back in the day. (laughs) The the guys all know now, they tell me all I do is get Doobie coffee now. So I'm I'm good with that. (laughs) Makes up for itself. Hey, what kind of dog you got? I got a I got a retriever, golden retriever, and a Bernie's Mountain Dog. Oh, I like those oh, yeah. Bernie's Mountain Dogs, man. A lot of hair, a lot of a lot shedding, of, a lot of hair. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like your pool in the background too. Good God, you got it going on, man. Hey, so you get drafted and you you get to Dallas. Like, were you ready to go, man? Like, who who, who took you under their wing, man? Who were some of those guys that really took you under your wing when you first got there? Oh, geez, hey, where do you start on that? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, I went in there and, and me and Steve were were already kind of buddies. I I don't know, Cam, if you remember how many times I fought Steve. Um, you probably standing there wanted to kill me right after it, too. I want to kill times. both of you. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I, I know how you feel after playing with them for nine years. But, uh, 
No, just just going in. I I got uh, Billy Garen was was right off the bat was you know you you show up to NHL camp and you know he was just so welcoming and you know it's Billy G. I think at the time he's making like nine sheets and you're like oh my gosh, but um, he was great. Don Sweeney was my first roommate, um, so I got a, a, a special place for him. Um, we 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 had such an older team. My my first couple of years, Marty Turkle. Um, you know, uh, there's, I, I live with Manny Mahaltra, you know, I roomed with him, uh, in Dallas. So there was a, we had such a, a great team, um, great group of guys. So uh, I couldn't even tell you where to start on that one. There was everyone. I was, I was a young kid for a long time. So, um, it was pretty cool. Isn't that nice to go? And I did the same thing when you're young to go into a locker room with all the older guys. Cause when the young guys, they don't know shit. And they don't know where to go. They don't know what to do with their money. They don't know what the what the coach is saying. But when you go to an older group, you just hear everything about what's going on with the organization. You hear? I'll tell you guys a, a funny story. Um, my first my first year during exhibition, um, we were staying like out in Capel. It was like forty five minute drive down to the game rink. We're going down to exhibition games, and uh, I don't have a I don't know, obviously not driving. Some of the older guys at camp are driving and. And I'm, uh, I'm jumping, I jump in a car with, uh, Aaron Downey. Yeah. I don't know. If you remember oh yeah. Downey. He played here for a minute. Oh yeah. <laughs> he, had awesome. a little, he had a cup of coffee there. He's oh, yeah. one of the guys. And I remember. Cowboy. Like, oh, cowboy. Doug <laughs> 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 Boogie Downs. And I remember on the way down, we, we were talking and he was like, you know, if you make the team this year, you know, he, he's telling me about, you know, how, how like a day works in the NHL and you know I'm sitting there listening and he, he he's been a few spots and he's trying to make uh, Dallas at the time too and he's like I think we should get a part-time job if we make the team and I'm like you know a young kid I'm like down to freaking NHL right now what are you talking about a part-time job and Dallas is like he's like I think we could get a job on the farm or doing something bailing some hay or something I'm like I'm like looking at this guy I'm like is this guy joking <laughs> He was dead serious. He's like, I think we should get a job working on a farm, bailing some hay or something. I'm like, bounce. I don't know. He's in his happy place down there. He's in his happy place. Dude, that's just I like being it. up with him Canada, man. He's doing the same <laughs> shit, but you're in the US. I found out he's he's a potato farmer, so this is what he's done his whole life. So he was dead serious. And I was like, I I didn't know I didn't really know Dougie or Downs at the time, and I was like, bounce. There's no way I'm doing this. <laughs> hey, did you were you on the team when Downs fought Jesse Bolleris and one uh, punched him KO good night, like one of the biggest one punches ever? Were you there? Yes. Oh my yeah. God. That put him on the map. I remember I remember seeing that. I think I was still in juniors or what maybe I just got into the league. I'm like, oh God. Like, oh boy, yeah. you better watch what the fuck you're doing. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was scary. That was cool. nasty, man. <laughs> He was I, somebody, somebody he he took the worst of a fight here in St. Louis, like got knocked down, and I remember uh, him coming up to me after the game and just saying, uh, first time, first time, I, I first time I ever lost a fight, <laughs> first, first first time I ever got knocked out, first time, you know." But he, he was, but he was a character. Man. Knows. Like, he, he, he was a guy. I've actually been trying to track him down, man. He changed his numbers, so yeah, he used to find him. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you if I. I'll check if I still yeah. have it. But yeah, yeah I remember. I remember being in juniors, and the last thing about him, but like I remember being in juniors and watching like fucking LaRock was crushing guys, and then they had this special thing on Downey where he's taking chains and he's putting over his shoulder and he's jumping on medicine balls. And he's grabbing hay and he's picking up. And we're, I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, that's who you got to deal with. You want to take it to the next level. This psychopath farmer up there in Canada, like, he's going to kill you. Look, he's, he's carrying <laughs> chains around, jumping on fucking medicine balls. No, thank you. That was that was down. At, uh, he, he invited me up uh, up in Guelph. He invited me up there a couple times. He said we could put on uh, the weight vest and, and, and jump in Uncle Pete's pond and tread water. <laughs> That's a smart thing to do. Hey, you played with so many legends, though. Man, you played with some great players like over the years. Yeah. But even, even sticking with Dallas, man, I forget Eric Lindros came there. Yeah, and like oh, finished his career. What What was your reaction when I know he was towards the end of his career and he wasn't scoring like he was obviously throughout you know, uh, his career. But, man, like, what was your impressions of him? Like, did he fit in with the group? Like, was Madonna still there at the time also? Mo was still kicking around. Uh, I played with Mo for a long time there. Uh, love love Mikey Mo. Greatest. One of the greatest. M- Mikey Mo. Uh, I mean, the when you talk about hockey players, Sidney Crosby is the greatest hockey player I played with. You know, I got to play in Chicago with, you know, Kane Taze, Keith, um, you know, even in, in Detroit with, with Z, um, Mike Modano, probably full hockey skill. I mean, it's, it's hard to compete with Sidney Crosby, but Mike Modano is one of the, of the way that guy skates and catches passes and makes passes and shoots. It was, it was crazy watching that guy, um, play hockey. I, he, he, he's got to be probably right behind Sid for, for me of guys I played with for sure. So, wait, so like down in Dallas, so Big Mikey, like, were the Dallas women when he walked into a bar like, what is this all about? I mean, he's a he's a nice advertising for for uh, hockey down there in Dallas, you know. We're gonna have Mike Madonna show up show to up. everything for the first it's couple all, of years. It's all women at the event. <laughs> I have no comment on that one. Yeah, I get, I get no, yeah, no, he's a it's married a, man. I'm he's just a saying. Man. Uh, but he was young at one point. I remember when he was like 18. I went to like a hockey card signing when I was a kid, like when he was like 18. Yeah, and my girlfriend, who was with me at the time from like high school, he gave her tickets to the game. Oh, like yeah. when we were there, Randy got to, Andy got cuckolded <laughs> to, to go to the game. I'm like, and he was like 18, 19. I was like 15. But anyway, <laughs> you're okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm like, that's all right. I'm like, that's okay. It's Mike Madonna. I don't. I don't care Shit. about that. You know, I, I took her there to go see Mike Madonna, man. Yeah, you did. So, yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so hey, what about when? Uh, when he lost the seat to Mor- uh, to Brendan Morrow, like were you guys like this is kind of cra- what was the reaction like amongst the players? Oh, you guys haven't asked uh, Doug Wilson that yet. Who Army? Army Doug Army that? I we we, we talked to Army. I talked we talked to Madonna about it too yeah. when he came on. Yeah, <laughs> we had all of them on. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, you know what? At the time, um, Mini Mo was. I mean, they're both Mo Mini Mo and and Mo uh, Mini was his game was freaking crazy at the time. Um, and he's such a great leader. Um, great guy. It was, uh, it, it, Mike McDaniel's the face of Dallas star still is, you know? So, um, yeah, yes, it was weird. And, but I, I think it was, you know, kind of shake up to like, you know, when anything, anytime something like that happens, guys, you guys know the way it is. It's, it's a shake up the room. If everything was going great and everything was good, 
um, that would probably never have happened. I think, you know, Army was looking to to shake it up and the, you know, get the boys going. And, and that was a way you see what Army does, you know, every day as a GM. He's he's not afraid to, to you know, pull the trigger on stuff. He he wants to win, you know, so um, you can't you can't fault. Um, you can't fault somebody for that. No. And Brendan Morrow is a great guy, too, man. So yeah. it's not like he's they tough, man. They gave hard. it to somebody who didn't deserve it. Hey, when you're in Chicago, man, you got Panarin there, too. And you weren't there very long. I'm curious to know why you don't think you lasted there longer, although it worked out perfectly for you to go to Pittsburgh, man. And, you know, you never know when trades are going to happen. But, you know, that, like, leadership core, when you have Kane and Taves, like, doing their thing, and then you go to, like, Crosby and Pittsburgh, like, was there a significant difference between the two organizations or were there some similarities, man, between, you know, some, some legendary leaders, man, and legendary players that you got to play with. There was a lot, a lot of similarities, a lot of similarities. When I remember when I got traded to, to in the summer and when I got traded to Chicago, um, it didn't take when, you know, my agent called and said, you know, there's a, I had a no trade coming out of Dallas and they were like, there's a chance you go to Chicago and, you know, win a cup. And I was like, so I'm Eddie and tell my wife, I was like, sign me up. That's what I want to go do. You know, we just, we just built a house in Dallas the year before. It was, it was a, ter- it was uh it, it didn't go over well with the wife, but, um, um, you know, I wanted to win a Stanley cup. And when I went into Chicago, it was, you know, I was, I was, you know, I, I just came off my, probably my best year I had in my career and uh, personally and, and I just was, you know, you guys tell me what I need to do and, and how I need to win and, and how we need to do this for a three-peat because that's what I want to try to do. And and that team, those, those players, Taze, Kaner, um, Haas at the time, um, those guys were freaking amazing. Seabrook, Keith, those guys were, were special human beings. There's a reason why those guys won five or three cups in five years. Um, they were, they were great. Never mind hockey players, but, even off the ice, great, great dudes, great humans. And, um, I was struggling there. I just, I, they just didn't play me. You know, I went in there to, to, to play in the top four and I, I was playing, there were some nights I played like six minutes a night. I just finished playing 27 minutes a night. I was like, what's, what's going on here? And, uh, and I just remember like, okay, I need to get out of here because my career is going to be done, but how do I do this? Like, you know, these guys just won three cups in five years. I want to be humble about it. And, you know, I, I try to be as humble as I can about it and, you know, be a good teammate and, and, uh, show up every day and just try to work. Um, and, you know, I was fortunate enough that Stan, you know, I, I remember going in Stan's office. It's like, I love everything about Chicago. I love the team, but when the puck drops, I hate hockey. <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, it was good. He, 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 um, he was good about it and, and, uh, moved me and then, you know, obviously the rest is history, but, um, listen, Chicago is the, that, the, that three cups in, in five years, that team was special. They were good. They were real good. Hell yeah. And loud. And what a badass town too. Oh, Tons of fans. Unbelievable. unbelievable city. What a city. Yeah. What a city. Hey, you mentioned Marion Hosa, man, that guy. Oh, people don't oh, even shit. talk about him. No enough. shit. Like, holy shit. Not that even. Guy. <laughs> Not even. Like what does he dead. remind you of? Like, is there anybody that played like him? You know, he, he um, oh, geez. You know, remember Yuri Letton? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Hulse was like, 
whole, and I want to put this in the right order because I don't want to say host was better. Host did things at a higher level than Yuri. Yuri Lettinen was like, he was like our best player in Dallas every year that he never even talked about, never even knew. And then, you know, you look back, you're like, Yuri played on your team, but he just done everything right. He was able to score on the wall. He got the puck out every single time. Like you couldn't give him a bad pass. That Haas did all that stuff, but he did it like quicker and faster. So that's who I would compare like a Haas. Strong. No, that's yeah. a great comparison, man. I mean, yeah, dude. and Brett, Brett Hall, like Damn, he, he, he raves about Yuri Letton too, man. And Madonna did too, man, when we had him on. So, yeah. um, Hey, with Crosby though, listen, I know you got hurt in the conference final, but like when he gives you the Stanley cup, yeah. And obviously you play the year after and all that, you guys got to win back to back, man. It's so impressive. But when he gives you the Stanley cup, cause he told you on the ice, right? Like, tell us a story. Yeah, it was pretty, yeah. We were in sandals, obviously sandals a, and, um, you know, we're, we're up, but we know we're going to win. So we're in the room getting ready and, you know, you're, you're jumping on the ice and you just want to congratulate the boys, um, you know, give everybody hugs and kisses. And, and I remember Chris Kunitz when, you know, when we're getting ready, sits getting ready to go down and Chris is like, come with me. And he grabbed me and I'm like, where are we going? And he's like, just dragging me around the ice. And I'm like, Chris, I'm still trying to, you know, give everybody hugs and kisses here. Like, leave me alone. So he just like, he's like, stay with me. You're getting it next. And it didn't really kick in. And I was like, oh shit, they're giving me the cup. Like, cause Chris would be like the first guy to get it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it kind of, it, it didn't really kick in until like Chris, like kind of threw me at Sid and like, here, there you go. And I was just like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> Why are you guys doing this? You know? So it was, um, it was out of, I don't know how you prepare for something like that. There's no preparing for it, but it was, it was such a great moment. It was pretty cool. Um, you know, obviously my mom was in the hospital watching. Um, it was, it was amazing. It was pretty cool. Chris Kunis, man, that guy, no one talks about him either. He's fucking, he was unbelievable at times, man. Big time goals. Unbelievable. Just, uh, I mean, uh, as tough as they come to camp, tough, tough as nails did, did it all out there. And, was able, how many guys could play with Sidney Crosby? Like this guy, you know, he, he, everybody talks about Sid. Sid, Not everybody could play with Sid. This guy found a way to play with Sid. Yeah, he did. So Sidney, listen, versus Taves, because they were compared to each other for so long, and obviously both had three Stanley Cups. But like, everyone always look at Taves as being like Captain Sirius, and Sidney is a guy, like you talk to his teammates, man, like, he loved to let his guard down behind the scenes too and have fun. He was kind of one of the boys. Like, I'm just curious, you know, how he accepted you. Like when you, when you came into that dressing room, was he like one of those guys to come up to you and make you feel welcome? Like right away. Um, yeah, I, I knew him a little bit before we, we would do, I, I was part of that group that went to Vail, Colorado with Andy O'Brien. Yeah. Um, so I, I knew Sid before going in and I was at actually Sid's first year in the, uh, pro, um, we were world championships together too. So I, I knew Sid going in a little bit. Um, so it, it was welcome. And uh, like my first day in, in, uh, in Pittsburgh was, was Mike Sullivan's, uh, second day. Um, you know, we, we got there at the same time and everybody was just ready for, you know, including myself, everybody was ready for a fresh start and, um, you know, going in there with, with a new coach and, you know, where they were at and they, they needed a fresh start. I was like, I definitely need a fresh start too. So it was a, it was a perfect match for me, you know, going into a, 
um, a place that, you know, was having a fresh start and, you know, it, it helped so much for me because, you know, nobody, there was no expectations going in there, you know, it was just like, Hey, let's just, let's just figure this out and, and, and win some hockey games. And, you know, Sid, Sid went to a, Sid went to a different planet. I don't know what planet that guy went to. And, you know, it'd be hard not to mention the flower. The flower was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And, Shit. you know, that guy didn't, he, he doesn't get the credit he deserves because both years, the flower got us to the finals both years, you know? So he got us, the flowers got us in the playoffs then in 60, um, you know, not, no disrespect um, to anybody else, but um, the flower, the flower was great. Hey, well. I, gotta, I gotta ask you about this play, man. Cause listen, you suffered some injuries, but the Chris Thorburn hit, man, like seeing you go off the ice on a stretcher, like, uh. Uh, what happened? Yeah. Like, do you were you like aware on the ice? I, I remember your hands kind of over your head, like you just no, kind of knew so, it was serious, man. So for starters, I, I know I know Thorbs real well. It, it wasn't a dirty hit at all. No, awesome guy, I, no, man. Awesome I, guy. Awesome, the best, the best Thorbs. Me, me and Thorbs had some really good nights in the Sioux. I love Thorbs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had I had neck surgery a uh, couple a uh, year prior. I had uh, my C5, C6, and I, I, I got a, I, I think I got a stinger. And I don't know if you ever got a stinger before like that, but it was this, I, I was fine the next day. Like a little bit of concussion, but I, I was fine the next day. I just, it was just a stinger and this, like all you feel is this burning down your hole. And I knew I had neck issues, so I thought I had a broken neck, but um, I was good. Okay, that's a football injury. Yeah, and you yeah. should know about that, right? Because you were a f- football star back in the day. Hey, let me ask oh. you: When you retired, though, or when you're about to retire, like you had job opportunities and shit like that, which rightfully so. But you're like, no, I'm going to go play in the coast for a bit. What was that all about? <laughs> no, I, so I went. I, I um, <laughs> I was out on the boat, headed to the bar buddy of mine ernie that used to play here um he reaches out he's like hey we got six guys that have COVID. it's this is thursday he's like could you play tomorrow friday i'm like ernie i'm just like headed to the bar right now i had a buddy in town i'm like let me call you back after i leave here so i remember i when i left i called him back and i was like ernie ernie hartley i he's a windsor boy um He's, I was like, are you serious? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, Trev, if you don't play, like we're, we're not going to have enough players. They had, they had like three other men's league guys play that night too. They didn't really, they didn't talk ab- about them too much, but it was literally, I, I, I was like, Ernie, I'll show up the morning skate. And if my gear still fits me, I'll play. <laughs> <laughs> really? So it, it was a great experience. Listen, it, it was fun to suit it back up. The kids came and watched. Um, they gave me a suite. Um, they, they do a great job here at Hertz Arena. It's, it's five minutes. It's 10 minutes from the house. Oh, um, hell yeah. It was, uh, it was a no brainer. I got to my, my neighbors on the, my, oh, I have great neighbors. They all came and watched. It was like, they all were like, uh, you, you used to be pretty cool. I was like, I got to live it up for two days. I was like, and I'm done. <laughs> done so after yeah. that. Like, wow, well, we got to see you play for the Everblades. You're like, yeah, you know, no, I did I, like <laughs> play in the NHL too, you know. Two Stanley Cups. <laughs> hey, before we let you go, man, listen, pump up your kid and everything you're doing. Like this Florida Alliance thing, like 
Is there like an educational component to like, do you run the whole thing or you just coach the hockey team? You know what? So I, I don't coach. I'm a volunteer. Uh, <laughs> I don't get paid. No, all these guys now are coaching. They're getting, they're making like guys, six figures, man. They're making a, a great living coaching. I'm like, I'm in the wrong business, but um, yeah, no, it, it's pretty down, down here in Florida. You're kind of, you know, you you're actually are on an Island down here. Um, you know, a lot of people don't think you could do it down here um, in the sunshine state or workouts on the beach. I'm like, why would you not want to do that? But, um, it's been good. I got a, I got a great little team, uh, Julian Breezewell's kids on the team. So we, we got some, some, some pretty good hockey, hockey people around us to, to, you know, what's next. Our, our kids are OHL, um, university, uh, prep school bound. So we're just trying to target those. We, we play, you know, we play the tournaments we want to play, the weekends we want to play. Um, you know, we, we're, we're getting all the top games, um, which is good for our kids. And it, it's been fun. You know, we're going to do it again one more year um, for the kids. And then, you know, the kids up eventually, you know, I tell the kids, if, if you want to play hockey in, in Florida, you're going to have to play for, for the Lightning or the Panthers, because after you turn 15, there's just nowhere to play for you. So um, it's, uh, it's been good. It's been fun. And, you know, just spending time with, with my son has been, been special. Um, you know, you know how it is guys when you're, you're on the road, you, you miss a lot of games. If you have old, older kids too, you lot of their games. So um, when I realized I wanted to be more at my kids' games than my games, that's when I knew I needed to be done. So um, I said, why not, you know, take it a step further and try to help some kids out. So, it's been good. I've been enjoying it. Lots, yeah, it, lots it, of fun. It, it becomes like addictive, man, watching your kid play hockey. I'm going through it now, man. I absolutely love it. Hey, um, I, I do want to ask you about the John Van Beesbrook situation just because they just took out his jersey down. I know yeah. you were like, you know, made some comments about it, so I'm not catching you off guard because I know you talked about it. But were you happy that the organization reacted the way that they did? And like how, how traumatic of an experience was that for you, man, as a young kid looking back on it? Like, did this stay with you, like, your entire professional career? Is this, like, closure for you now that they've, you know, acted in the way that they have where they're taking his his number down from the rafters or what? Listen, I I mean, them taking the jersey down, I, uh, I'm, I, like I, I said earlier, uh, I spent a lot of time. The Sioux, Sioux means a lot to me. The Sioux Greyhounds mean a lot to me. Um it, it was, it bothered me that that was still up there because it, it should have never been still up there. The, the, what he did to me and the things he said about me to my teammates. And it wasn't like a one-time thing. He had, it was so wrong what he did. and um, You shouldn't be able to get away with that. Um, does it still bother me? Yes, absolutely. It sort of bothers me. It bothers me for the fact that if, if I wasn't the player I was at the time, who knows what could have happened? You know, we've seen it happen in, in the game today where, you know, there's been coaches that aren't allowed to coach anymore because they were racist. So, um, yes, it still bothers me. Absolutely. Knowing that, you know, that throughout your, when you're playing, what, did I think about it that much? No. Having a kid in the game now and that's going through it, it, it bothers me more now than it did, you know, when it happened or five years after, 10 years after, um, when you realize like, Holy Jesus this could happen to, to your kid. Um, that's when you really like, Ooh. so when, when the Jersey came down, um, I didn't know about it. I, I, I was just getting calls. Um, 
did you have anything to do with it? I never had anything to do with it. Um, I did reach out to, to the Sioux Greyhounds owner and I did thank him for taking it down and he was great. Um, Lieutenant's great. So, um, it's, listen, it, it was so long ago. It's passed. Um, I'm happy it's down. Um, we definitely still need the work to, to make it better for sure. So I do believe that. Well, I don't know what more to say about it though. Did he, did he ever apologize to yeah, you? Yeah, you talked to him? No. Really? Hey, is your kid, is he American? Like, does he have dual citizenship? Like, would he be eligible to go to the U.S. program? He will be. Oh, nice. Would you send him there with, with no. John there? No? No. No. Okay. no. Never. Yeah. Because he's like, is he's he, like, is he the big dog? He's one of the big dogs. Oh, yeah. There right now. I, I didn't know with that. the U.S. program. So, hey, um, one, one last thing. If you were drafted right now, living in Florida, like if you're drafted right now, say you're an 18 year old kid getting drafted, like, and you knew you were a superstar going first overall, and you're going to stay somewhere for 10, 15 years, where would you want to play? I'm just curious. Is <laughs> it Vegas? Is it Florida? Is it Tampa? Is it maybe Dallas? What would it be? Oh, jeez. You can put me on the spot on that. Yeah, one. baby, take that <laughs> and like it. It would be Chicago, it. Pittsburgh, would it be uh, Columbus Dallas, or Detroit. Arizona? <laughs> you can go you play can. in Arizona. <laughs> Listen, I, I I love that I don't lose my tan, but it would just be anywhere in the NHL. Okay, uh, that's a good answer. Okay, but Florida's <laughs> nice now. It's different now in Tampa and Florida, man. Like it's guys are cruising hey, up on their golf yeah. carts. Like the teams are competitive. They got some fans. Listen, what what those two teams are doing. Um, they're cheating. Yeah, I got you, man. <laughs> so you're closer yeah, to the Lightning than you Texas. are the, the Panthers? I'm right dead in the middle of both of them. Nice, dude. So yeah. the kids, like the kids like your son's age, are they like diehard? Like, I mean, because you've got, you got Kucherov on one side, you got Matthew Kachuk on yeah. the other. I mean, you've you got like a, both teams, it, man, are just big dogs right now. Cool. So wh- which really side do most like, of them lean with? Like I said, we got, we got Breezewas kid on our team. Um, so we're a little pro Tampa, yeah. but what, um, I mean, hockey in Florida right now, guys, it's, it, there shouldn't be a better spot to, to be, I mean, both teams are, are just buzzing. You know, you got Tampa with all the cups and then you got Florida. That's just, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're knocking, they're knocking. Um, yeah. you know, I, I'm not ready for them to win yet just because of, uh, you know, ties to Pittsburgh, but um, they're 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 playing some good hockey. Yeah, I get you. Man. We like Julian, man, and yeah, Co- hell yeah, and, Co- and Coop's our guy. So um, Matthew, we love all, and, and Matthew's our guy too. So you're our guy too, Trevor. <laughs> just so you know, you baby. are our guy. You're hey, always cool as shit, man. Hey, I looked up to you. Just so you know, and I know you're being uh, modest, man. But your kid's a stud, man. I hear yeah, all about him. We so, do. You know, I, I wish you the best of luck we with him everything. and all that too. So go do your Thank go you. jump in that beautiful pool. Hey, you're not so real quick though. So I know Florida Alliance isn't that like a TPH school? Like you're not like teaching math and stuff like that. Right? No, 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 no. We're not like TPH. No, no, no. We're okay. we're different. We're different. We're uh, we're we're a little hard knocks. Okay. Yeah, baby, <laughs> toughen them up a little bit. There you go. <laughs> Damn right. Hey, anytime you guys head down this way, don't be shy to reach oh. out. Oh, well, well, you got to get a boat first, Trevor. Just so you know, you better <laughs> get that on, forty foot thirty I'm that uh, center council. Hey, don't take any shit from those parents, man. Like, don't answer. Don't take their phone calls. No shit, Trevor. You know when they're <laughs> complaining about ice time. Exactly. Uh, 
It's good. I like it. See you, buddy, man. Nice talking to you, dude. Seriously. Yeah, all the best, man. Enjoy to, yourself. To the family. You guys keep it up. You guys are doing awesome. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Right on, homeboy. The Camus Trick Podcast is brought to you by Bellman. B-E-H-L-M-A-N-N. Bellman Automotive. Located where? Troy. Troy, Missouri. Buick GMC on one side of the street. Right on the other side, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get yourself some new wheels in time for the winter. That was Trevor Daly on the uh, Camistrick podcast. This was one of my favorite, actually. Uh, you said interviews. that right afterwards. I did. I enjoyed everything he said. Everything that came out of his mouth was calculated mm -hmm. and interesting. Works with the penguins. And informative. He's a smart, smart guy. Mm -hmm. Handsome son of a bitch. I remember playing against him in juniors. I'm like, this fucking guy cruising around. Handsome as shit, looks cool, does his thing, tukes out, fucking tongues out, mm -hmm. dominating on the power play, had the puck the whole game. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Awesome dude. Yeah. I heard nothing but good things about him. Same here, man. Nothing but Somebody good told things. me that yesterday. I was talking to a player, probably a Hall of Famer. But um Well, you have to get an opinion on things. So he's got to talk to other <laughs> so people. So I told them that we're they were like, Who are you dropping this week? I said Trevor Daly. And he was like, Man, all I hear are great things about that dude. Cool cat. Smart. If I uh, if I ran a business or mm -hmm. a, you'd or hire him. I'd hire him absolutely. Like a pizza company or something. I don't think he's going to accept that, Andy. You know, <laughs> you the know, Penguins. I mean, he works for the Penguins. Yeah. So we're not really chirping the Penguins, but I'm just kind of like, hey, if you look at um, some of the, uh, and I was going through it, man. Some of the trades that uh, Pittsburgh's done, Ron Hextall. Oh, God. I mean, he's notorious <laughs> for the bad and, trades. And I love I love Ron Hextall, man. So do I. I. Mean, you know, As a player. And well, He came on with us. He was fantastic. He was great. As he a was, GM and stuff, I don't, I don't know. He was know? fantastic. But, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll cruise through these. Here, okay. Just talk for a minute, will you? Just fill time. All right. Uh, God, I saw some weird – sometimes these, these videos on YouTube – from Skinwalker Ranch, a couple of these guys own these properties out in Skinwalker Ranch area, man, and they're filming. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, thanks for doing that, by the way. Well, they're filming these weird, just creatures that they see. I don't know. Pittsburgh traded Jared know. McCann for Philip Hallander, mm -hmm. a 2023 seventh round draft pick. Okay. Pittsburgh traded John Marino to New Jersey. Pittsburgh yeah. got Ty Smith and a 2023 third round pick. Okay. Well, how's Marino doing? Pretty good in Jersey. Is he? Yeah, he's a pretty good player. Okay. Um, Pittsburgh traded Mike Matheson and a 2023 fourth round draft pick. And they received Jeff Petrie and Ryan Paling. Okay. Um... Pittsburgh traded a 2023 second-round pick, and they got Michael Granlund, who's not really doing much right now, but I didn't mind it at the time. Okay, I'm just that's just a handful of them. Just going through some trades. I thought there was a couple big ones. <laughs> you were going to say I don't well, know. I hadn't. That's not that hey, interesting. Full disclosure: somebody sent those to me, and I just hadn't really read hey, them yet. Pittsburgh's in a weird spot right now, dude. Let's be honest here. Pittsburgh, like, what do you want to do? It's fine. Hey, we love Trevor Daly, but. Wanna, 
your you boss, want, like, don't we, get me wrong. Are we going that way? We going which this way? Which way we going? Which way like, we going? What do you want to do? Which way we going? Well, you're going nowhere hey, right now. Okay. Hey, which way? You're going this way right now. So, like, yeah. which way you want to go? You want to get older? Or you want to get younger? You want to get older or younger? Like, you got which, you got okay. people you can you trade. Got, you could like change your franchise, yes. the fortunes of the future you of your can. franchise by making a couple of deals. You're right. Now Crosby may say, "No, I'm not going." So that's a completely different story. I don't know what he'd think, man. That's an interesting. But like, where would be a good fit for Sidney Crosby? Wow. Where would you want to see him play? No. Okay. Um, where would I want to see him? Florida. Fuck yeah. Oh my God. Carolina. Florida's looking for a top nine. I don't want him to see him. I don't want him in Carolina. I'm just saying. For, I just don't want him. For I, I don't want that like, organization. I, 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 I like Carolina's fine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Tampa. Dallas could use him. Dallas could use him big time. Vegas. No. Okay. Uh, Vegas. Vancouver. No. Kings. No. Okay. I just don't, I can't, hold on. I hold can't on. envision him there. Colo, Colorado. Maybe. Is Lannis called? What's, what's the deal with him? With McKinnon. Is he coming back? I don't know. He's been out for a long time. Okay. What about Winnipeg? No. <laughs> they still he, wouldn't sell out. What, Toronto? No. Boston. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, Boston, Boston would be good. Wow. Krejci, Bergeron gone. Maybe fucking slide him in. With pasta. With pasta. That'd be kind of cool. New York. I, what do you get rid of? I told you that Lafreniere is playing pretty dang good. I like yeah, him now, yeah, man. I know. He looks like a leader. But you know what? But Pittsburgh could get somebody. They could get players. Tons. Tons. Tons of stuff. What do they got? How many first rounders they got available? I don't know. Come on. What would he be? What would you get for him? Hey, listen. What would you get for him? Doobie, people wouldn't hate you forever, man. You just I don't got think there. they would. You have to like think about the future. Of the yes. Franchise. So like Jake Gensel, yeah, that's a start and that's an automatic. You got to move on from Gensel. Crosby. You can't lose him for nothing. He's at his peak right now of fucking value. Not really. What do you mean? Well, I he, mean, he's not 25, well, but like you. that would still, be his peak. He still has yeah, value is what you're saying. Yeah. And he's having a damn good year and yeah. he's probably not going to have a year like this next year. No, is but my he's point. more than a point. Per, who's to say? I don't know. This guy's got four or five years left. He really does. At this pace? I don't know. He's a point-per-game player for at least the next three years. Okay. You know? On the right team. Their power play's terrible. I think they may have scored some power play goals yesterday, though. Who else is in the mix that you'd like to see him play for? So what is it? Florida's number one. Would you Dallas? like... Um, yeah, I mean... Colorado. Colorado, New York. That's a good one. You know? I want to see him play in the playoffs, man. I don't oh, give a shit. shit where it's at. I want to see 87. You got to have the play. NHL with no no Sidney, Sidney Crosby no in the Ovi. playoffs. No Ovi. You got McKinnon. Now you got McDavid. Now you got Austin Matthews. You got some guys in there still. Bedard. Bedard. I like to see him with Bedard. Well, no. No. Bedard's fun to watch, He'd man. look cool. Crosby would look cool in a Red Wings uniform, but he didn't. I don't see the... F- I was watching Bedard the other day. Fuck, he does some little things on the ice that you're like... Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was on a one on one. He's just like looking around, like, one on one. Takes the guy, like, and yeah. he puts it between his legs, turns, yeah. and rips a puck. That was a damn good save. Didn't really rip it. Backhand rip. Backhand. Yeah. And go ahead and go all the way back this way against the grain. Go ahead and make a big save. Was on it, it a difficult save to make? I'm yeah. Trying, it looked like trying it. Trying to remember. I don't Look, know. Well, I mean, it's not as good as your shot. I know <laughs> you're downplaying it. It's all good, Andy. But no, he just little things, dude. He fucking has the puck all the time, man. He is so fun to watch, dude. Connor Bedard. Even with that bubble on, handsome little bugger. God damn. I like him. 
I like watching that kid play. I like Nicky Foligno and him on the bench chirping. Nick's like, where'd you want me to go there? He's like, well, you got to skate faster. He's like, fucking call me slow? Yeah. <laughs> like, what you... He thought the back checker was going to get him. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm... It's just, I like their back and forth. They're no, cool, man. Good. Nick Foligno's about as cool Keep as Keep miking them. Exactly. He's not going to, yeah, pretty cool stuff. Love watching that kid play. I do. I do. Chelios. Tan, motherfucker. Fucking see tan. <laughs> God. Be cool, man. Like, Eddie Vedder playing at his postgame yeah. Yeah, yeah, party. Yeah. I like Eddie Vedder, too. He's cool. I party with him a couple times. Did you? Smoking darts with him. In underbelly of uh, Enterprise, mm-hmm. with like uh, Steve Larmer smoking darts, smoking dow, smoking Winston's with him. Oh, gross, man! We did a set list. He goes, "What do you want to hear?" I go, "Da da da." Oh, you don't know. Give me a set list right now. I uh, one. Um, I said yellow lead better. Mm-hmm. I said daughter. Okay. Uh, I said uh, yield. Mm-hmm. I said um, oceans. Mm-hmm. I said uh, once. Okay. I. When we keep going, <laughs> when we keep Not going, bad. you know, that's a good set. That's a good set. It's a good set, dude. Damn good. You name me something. That's a good set, bro. <laughs> I was going to say like all of them ones you just alive. Said. That was another one. Damn good. Whoa. I'm, I'm still alive. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good set, bro. Good set, bro. Thank you. Cool, Andy, man. And he knows music. I can't remember a lot of the songs. No, a lot of stuff, I man. Know the songs. You my brain doesn't function like that. Do you know my like fourth grade daughter like asked me to help with math homework, dude? I just can't. You don't need to know math. Why do you need to know math? Well, exactly. When do you ever on no, a daily basis when need she's to know? asking me for help, dude? Oh, but don't worry about not knowing math. You got your fucking phone. You got this. You don't need to know math. I agree. You need to know because like, a lot of even other my seventh grade daughter. When she's presenting math shit, dude, I'm just like, you don't, you'll never use any of this. Never. Unless you go into a mathematical field. Unless you go into coding or whatever it is, which is a money in that, I get it. But mm-hmm. like, other than that, dude, you, in my opinion, you don't need it. I like okay. to know what's going on with the world. Sure. Just know what's going on with the world mm-hmm. and understand it. Yeah. So when you vote, you have an idea on what really you're yes. voting for. Who yeah. are you voting for? Oh, fuck. Not the dead guy. You know you're not supposed to ask that. I don't care. You could ask me anything. People don't like to be asked how old they are. I don't want to vote for Trump. Who they're I don't want him in the mix. I mm-hmm. wanted DeSantis, somebody else. But unfortunately, that's Vivek. not going to be the case. Vivek, you know. He's not perfect either. DeSantis isn't perfect either. Nikki Haley is certainly not perfect. You know what I mean? But it's anything better than Biden, in my opinion. Oh, my, my, it's just my opinion. No big dude, deal. who's that dude that um, hosted Saturday Night Live? Got a lot of attention this past Saturday. Shane Gillis? Yeah. Fucking awesome. Is he? Hell yeah. So he's very controversial, and he got fired from Saturday Night Live yeah, without ever even, like, being on the show. Yeah, he went so to West Point. did you watch his monologue? Kind of got a lot of attention. Like, it was kind of awkward. Like, he was trying to, you know, the audience really wasn't feeling it. Well, that like, that audience is different now, man. Mm-hmm. He's not there. He's not their jam. Shane Gillis is totally cool. You know why? Because he knows history. He implements history with his uh, comedy, and it's fantastic. He's a smart guy, Shane Gillis. Really? He knows all about American history. He's cool, man. That's like my respect value goes way up when you know history of the world. Yeah, but he goes places. And when you don't, it kind of goes this way. He goes places that people don't typically go to. Yeah. I don't know. He's cool as shit. He's on top of the world right now, Shane Gillis. Is he? Yeah. 
He's one of the few guys I would go out of my way to see live. Really? Yeah. Okay. And Mark Norman, too. He's really good. And this other guy named, black guy named Ariel Pierce or something like that. Fucking hilarious. Ariel? Ariel? I told you I went to the Drake concert, right? Yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Till these, till those poor woman and her daughter got killed oh, by some God. fuck up, some fuck face in St. Louis City that was probably on crack. They, they were on a hit and run, going a hundred miles an hour, hit and run, killed these t- a woman and her daughter. They were and he just got the out. Street. He just got out. Is that out. true? Yes, I read in the paper that fucking scum of the earth got out already. Oh, That's God. the problem. All right. That's the problem. Scum well, of the we earth. Had a great time at the concert. I feel for that family though, man. Mm-hmm. God oh. awful. It just got <clears> awful. <throat> God am, I, am I talking too quiet today? It doesn't matter, Andy. You may have to adjust it the levels, matter. Maddie. It doesn't hey, matter. Uh, Amos, S- Stephen, Jason, Brody. Not necessarily in that order. I told I told Brody. Jason we'd get into uh, sports or hockey right off the bat today. I think we did. We talked a little weather, okay. and we got right into hockey. Yeah, okay. I talked to him on the phone. I called him the other day. Cool. Jaybird, give you a little shout out. Um, they do a lot. Brody does a lot. Maddie. Maddie and Alex. Uh, they all do. Half Coast Studios, baby, half brings Coast you the, uh, half, the uh, Cam and Strick podcast along with First Form, baby. Firstform.com slash Cam and Strick. Use our link and use it today. All these beautiful energy drinks, you can get those. It'll get you through your day. Yeah. Uh, level one protein powder. I like two scoops. It gives me about 15, or 50 grams of protein in one uh, protein shake, which I'm feeling good. I'm ready yeah. to go. Firstform.com First form, slash Cam You really filled that shirt out pretty Thank good. You. It's a large. Mm-hmm. It's a little big. Um, it's that large or medium? It's a large. It's big on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do some more push-ups. When Although I some home. women that listen to the podcast think Andy's sexy Oh, my sexy God. As fuck. Did you listen to that? Yeah. Andy doesn't get, like, many compliments from women, you know? So when this happened, like, he's retweeting it and all this shit and whatnot, but they think you're good-looking, dude, and that you're... At- so they, like, even... Athletic. They chirp me on Twitter, and they say how athletic Andy looks, and I'm like, okay... And they kept going with it, and then I had a I had to post the video of you hitting the golf. Dude, I've got more ball. videos of you golfing, so I will be happily. Yeah, but there's video of me playing hockey. Rebuttal. There's not much of other well, like athleticism some... of you. So like, if you want to play that game, well, I guess you're, okay. you, I don't know if you're going to win. We can probably come up you know with something. I mean? So I've never seen you do anything athletic, but well, you didn't hang out with me back on my athletic. When days. you? Oh yeah. Oh, in the high school days. Yeah, like when I was it a doesn't kid. count. Yeah, I mean, it's all good. You don't need to be. Like, what do you want to do? I was like, I was playing football with Ty yesterday oh, and catch. Let's, and, let's race and jump and hit balls and stuff like that. Whatever you want to do, dude. I'll, I'll have a full-on, like, athletic competition against you. No, you won't. What do you want to do? No, you won't. Race and jump? That's not even sports. Uh, if you're fast, it goes a long way. Okay. Well, and that's exactly, I got way you by 50 pounds, I'll yeah. blow your doors off. Do you see TJ Oshie, dude? Yeah, what's up with that? Is it Achilles? Non-contact. Achilles? Oh. Could have been a groin. 996, he's got games played. Damn, yep. dude. That's a lot. Nine ninety six and his uh, get healthy TJ. His man. ten year anniversary of him dominating Sochi, Sochi was awesome. TJ Oshi, yeah, Sochi Oshi. You know when he was on like America, Good Morning America, and he was like Captain America. Not Good Morning America. Well, he might have been, but yeah, like he was the, in all the Today Show. Yeah, Today Show, whatever they Andy watches. But um, but yeah, no, that was hey pretty, ladies, really cool. Keep the uh, keep the messages coming. I appreciate that. Yeah, Cam gets <laughs> jealous about it. Gets, no, it's gets, funny. gets angry. I get enough attention, man. I'm good. Nah, not from the women. <laughs> okay. Ladies, are come, ladies keep coming at me. Okay. Yeah. And her sister, too, in New yeah. York. Yeah. Everybody's like, she fucking blind <laughs> on I Twitter. Know. It's pretty funny. It's terrible. It's all good, man. Because you do look good. I compliment you about mm-hmm. looking good. Yeah. I'm not saying you look athletic because you certainly don't, but I you don't, look good on look TV. Non athletic. I mean, not non athletic. You don't look you don't look like an athlete, but you look good on TV. What are you talking about? 
you're five nine, one hundred and forty pounds. Like I don't know what Dude, you're trying I'm to say. You're five not eleven. You know, you know what I mean. So I'm just saying, like, you look good on TV, though. Your teeth are white. Mm-hmm. Your face looks good. Your dress, you, the way you dress, looks always good. You, you know, you think that I'm mean to you on mm-hmm. here. I am because you set yourself up. Mm-hmm. But like, I would never text you about a fuck up when you're working on TV. Mm-hmm. Never do any of that. I only give you compliments because yeah, you deserve compliments because you're good on you're good at what you do. Thank you. You know what I mean. And the women can continue to. Keep reaching giving, out to me. Keep, reach, keep doing that. We appreciate that. I, I like that. when Andy gets a little pumped yeah, up. I like, like that. the. I, I like, like. I like when the ladies come out and say some very nice good, things. Good man. That's good. Um, Feels good. Done. Firstform.com slash Cam and Strick. Use our link and use it today. Order everything. Yeah. Apparel, bars, mm-hmm. protein powder, energy drinks. Um, use the app. You know. Use the app. Yep. Please to they like. They got everything to for set you. Set your life up exactly. Um, hey, summertime's coming. You're going to have to take yes. your shirt off here coming soon, baby. Yeah. We both need to get our shit together yeah. a little bit. I'm going to bring you to Creek Corps Rack Club this summer. Get some I fish mean, tacos in you, dude. I'd eat those. Yeah, I know you would. On uh, your ta- on, see, the thing is, like, <laughs> and he'll bring me out to the Creek Corps Rack Club. And, like, you know, it's, like, on his tab because you don't you, – no one pays, like, just like a country it's club. no cash. But Andy would – Somehow charge me for stuff. <laughs> hey, do you mind? I'd take it out of his next check. You would take it out of my next check. Well, you owe me for those fish tacos. Like, that's not, like, I would. That's fucking um, Illinois, or excuse me, yeah, Illinois Recovery Center, man, 800 Man, they Reach out to me and absolutely love to well, get you in contact with uh, Chrissy or Eric or whoever, uh, you know, we need you to talk to, man, to get your. Life on track. There's always a better way, man. There's always better days yep. ahead and a brighter future. Always. You, you hit rock bottom. There's only one way to go. Up. There's only one way to go. And, and again, I'll talk to you for 40 minutes on a Sunday morning. I'll even, do it. Even if you're from, from South Dakota. Even if you're from North Dakota. Or North Dakota. North Dakota. How's their yeah. hockey team? I don't know. Do you follow college hockey? Yeah, a little bit because I follow Linda Wood because they sponsor oh, yeah. the radio show. Mm-hmm. And Rick Zombo's a good friend. Awesome. I love Frank. Ricky Zombo. Rick he had a tough year, man. He had a tough year with Lindawood. Second year, D1. That's okay. It's going to be easy. They tied uh, Ohio State and whatnot, but they're trying to f- mark, find their groove. Yeah. Recruiting is everything. You might have to get him on one day. Yeah. I, dude, he's one of the smartest guys. One of my dude. favorite people. He is a smart Do you know man. when I was coaching? He knows history, too. Big time history. Buff. Big time. Cam thinks everyone knows history all of a sudden. You don't. No, actually, not too many people do. When I was coaching you in like a mean? team... That we were playing us doing something that it's a little unconventional, exposing us a little bit. I would call him and ask, and and explain to him what they're doing. How do I adjust to this? What do I do? And he would like boom on the spot. What, Ty's team? No. Triple A? Mm-hmm. I coached his son too, Dominic. Man, I give Dominic a shout out. Good player back in the day. Head coach. I was assistant coach. <laughs> Are you trying to like? Be, you know, you're trying to chirp by, by asking that. I'm just asking. I like being the assistant coach, dude. Yeah. Who wants to be the head coach? AAA? I want to be the assistant. I'd dude. be a head coach in AAA for sure. You wouldn't. You, you would not. Andy, you push pucks around. Camp, you, are not, you are not head coach material. You're not. What are you? <laughs> what knowledge t- you I'm have? talking about you. Hey, Trevor Daly can do it. Tell me how to get this puck out of the zone. Trevor, Trevor like, Daly oh. can do it. You couldn't. You could not develop a practice plan, runner practice. Okay. Okay. I want to see you do Andy it. He pushes puck. No, I want to see you do it. Andy I want to see. Puck. I want to see you run a practice. I will. Okay. Come on and, and devise a, a plan. Yeah. Let me see your plan. I want you to have it by I've next. Done this my whole by life. Nec- I want to see by next episode. Show me your practice I mean, plan. I've practiced my whole life. Show me your practice plan. Okay. 
Illinois Recovery Center. 800-743-0971. Check that out. Hell yeah. So we make an in-game adjustments and stuff like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. At Bellman, you get no... Swinging dicks. Swinging dicks. None of those. Nope, 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 nope. Not there. Other places, yes. Mm-hmm. Not at Bellman. Not in Troy, Missouri. They don't Where? fuck around with that. Troy. They don't mess around Say with that. Say hi to Danny. Danny, what's up, baby? And Dale? Dale, god damn it. <laughs> Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> the fuck you doing, boy? <laughs> what's up, guys? Buick GMC on one side of the street. On the other side, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. There is no other place in town or in the region. Come on down, man. Come on down. Come on down to Bellman. Yeah, absolutely, man. They Dude, got a little bit of everything for you. Best customer service ever. You'll get the best deal. They'll buy your rental. Everybody gets approved, no yep. matter how bad you're. You get approved. You damn even right. Cam, you do. Even Cam gets approved. Yeah. Hey, I've been through tough times. Like even like when yeah. I was making money. He can't, like, he, he can't devise a practice plan, but he's no couldn't run a practice. But he's, he's and he a, pushes he, fucking. He's, pucks. he's the head coach, and he pushes pucks <laughs> and then brags about how he's a coach. I hear the guys talk. He's the coach. Pushing fucking pucks around. This guy. Andy, go get that. This and he do it. And he picks the pucks up. This guy. So it's all good, man. You do what you got to do. This guy. This, this guy what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to, div- to run a fucking practice. This guy couldn't like, okay. run a practice. Oh, okay. yeah. It's so tough to do. Run a fucking practice. You know. Mm-hmm. You can maybe talk to the guys and motivate them. Can I, you think? A little bit. You know? Give a pregame speech. What do I know? You can maybe give a pregame speech. What do I know? How to make anything. You could like be like, read the starting lineup or something. I'm just wondering what you do. At left wing, we got <laughs> real deal Holyfield. Yeah. At right wing. I know. I look, my my GM wanted me to do that. So I said no, yes. No, that's, that's cool. You know. Everyone's got to have a role, dude. Yeah. It's a team. Well, I was on the team. I know. <laughs> Say goodbye to the people, See man. you guys. I love all you guys. Be cool, <laughs> man. Uh, you guys, hey, right you, YouTube, Instagram. YouTube, Follow us Twitter, on Facebook, Follow us TikTok, on and uh, comment, man. Let us know what you think about these videos, and subscribe to us, and give us a comment on the Apple yeah. uh, app, like the Apple Podcast yeah. app. Comments help, dude. Comments, it dude. Just does like it? Give us a rating. Yeah, five stars. It's all good. Five stars, baby. Yeah. Okay, we bring the heat for you. Yeah. Love you guys. Damn, read the lines. On the right wing. It is kind of nerdy. It's all good, man. I had to do what I had to do. Couldn't run a practice. Couldn't run it. Probably not. I could push pucks, yeah, though. Okay. <laughs> We're out of here. See you, dude. <laughs>